So you qualify. Got the drops back. Oh, hey. 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 Jay Prince back in the building. Jay Prince. This Virginia nigga. Oh, yeah. Virginia today, man. Price, fuck the books. When we re up, we don't get re off the ropes. Let's go. Home, sweet home. I keep chrome next to my bones. All that boy push it coming, man. Since I love the feel, I guess I'm passionately pimping. It is what it seems that they ain't praying through the seam of my jeans. By all Let's go. lost it all from life to love. But my faith and my money helped me rise. We Twitter right now. The Lord, when them times got tough, bully through the streets, powder I pushed and shoved in that old Virginia. Out of ten niggas, nine a guinea. No money, all they know is gimme. Got semis waiting. Heat like Caribbean summers. I've been there each year. A different bitch wonder who wins. She gon' fall. We in the building. Shamal Gonzo. Shout to YouTube. With thoughts of fuck Tad, what up? Mine. Look, ma, that's right up my alley. I love my family. I want them all happy. We smirked at the Simpson trial. Yeah, I guess the chase was wild, but what's the fuss yeah, about? A, see, a plenty of my partners feeling like OJ. Beat murder like the shit is okay. That's what I know, say. Talk the evil that men do. I'm lost in the mix, too. Top down, chrome spinning. You see the boss grinning. I'm loving it. We got a pat show today. To get in, she tried to let the rest fit in. I'm like, no, love, that's forbidden. I ain't for swishing. Push a T, drop some heat. Well, trust, I know them 20s real well. Now we coasting. Me, two chicks, and toast. If you're watching this live, leave us a comment, man. Soft spoken with a wild side. I love them in the ride. They love it in the ride. We was moving bodies before we hit the party. For the DJ started clapping, I was already. Relative girls from nothing to something Hit the parking lot, hear the club system thumping Lose the face, you twos was great But it's to the VIP, I got new moves to make God damn, it's a new day Let's go God damn, but that nigga won't Gems and juice funny how they used to rap they used to they're probably one of the toughest rappers out there but the beats didn't really match up to the content to me no nah, bitch i'm liable to splatter your shit light up your world till you start to stagger and shit watch how them hollow straight rattle your shit and i'll leave it to not me i'm more at home with the chrome or at play with the yay moving 12 for a zone i'm gone Understand, I'm backed by popular demand. And 
that new CS. Outside of Popeyes, eating chicken and fries. Yeah, come holla at your uncle. I understand. I'm back by a popular. You are now listening to the all time phenomenal. Shout out to the clips, man. Yeah. Legendary group. Push a T. No malice now. Is it no malice now? Yes, yeah, so at least last time I checked, he might have pulled a mace and came back to rap. I don't he know. He should pull a mace, man. We need another Clips album, man. Like another really real do, Clips album. With the Neptunes producing. We need to take it back, man. We only had two. We need yeah. one more. Yeah, it's crazy because it was, I want to say it was a couple weeks ago. Um, I was on Twitter talking to my dude TN. Shout out to TN. He, he be talking about Texans all day long and he'll throw a little hip hop in there once in a while but but he mentioned how um how we need another clips album and I'm like mm-hmm. damn you know what I realized how much I didn't really appreciate this group until they was gone <laughs> until it was just push a T at that point I'm like damn man like they was dropping the albums man and I just kind of took it for granted <laughs> And now I'm like, damn, man, I wish I could have appreciated them in that moment more than I did. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, I was actually a big fan of Clips, man. I actually uh, liked their second album a lot. Their second album didn't get nearly as much attention as it should have. I think there was label issues and it Mm -hmm. didn't get promoted right. But I thought that second album, Hell Hath No Fury, was better than the first. And the first Mm -hmm. was great. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like one of the most underrated albums of that year. And mm. they also had some good mixtapes that we got it for cheaps. Uh, they yeah. were freestyling over other people's beats. It was they had a good run, man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I did not foresee Malice going the <laughs> religious route and, and forsaking <laughs> all of his crack rhymes, but at least yeah. Pusha T kept at it, man. At least he's still uh delivering the music. And yeah, I I don't think they got the respect or the flowers they deserve when they was active. But I mean, at least Pusha T. I, I've seen a lot of genuine hype for this new Pusha T album, man. So at least yeah, people me see now, like yeah, yeah. I think um yeah, like I said earlier, man. Like they was talking that shit in, uh, across these Pharrell beats. Yeah, I felt like if they were, it, uh, I felt like it would have fit more if it was on like Alchemist Alchemist beats or you know, some darker beats. But these br- these beats were, like, bright as hell, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they was talking that shit. So I, I wonder if people kind of... I, I don't want to say people took it for granted a little bit, but it's like, man, these dudes talking that talk. But yeah. it's just over some funky, for real horns and, you know, keys <laughs> and shit. So, over, like, damn, they're over real instruments. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, they was talking that shit, man. <laughs> They were, man. I thought that was some of the best Neptune's production, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, songs like Comedy Central. It proved that they were really multifaceted, man, because they could make... A, they were making pop, pop hits music at the time they were yes. making these clip singles, man. Yeah. So it's like every side of music they, they was covering. They, man. Was, they was doing rock music. They was making they rock was, music. They was doing music shit for Justin for Britney Spears. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, Britney, Madonna. <laughs> they just throw out some street shit. It's just like yep. what the fuck? Like that shit was crazy. That's why. That's why I feel like Pharrell and the Neptunes are like one of the greatest production team or people ever, man. Like they shit just went all over the place, and it was something you never heard before. 
You yeah. can't you can't even emanate that uh imitate that sound. You can imitate a DJ Premier or mm-hmm. you know other shit, but you cannot imitate this sound, man. Only them. <laughs> nah, very true, man. Very true. And underrated. Wish they had they put out even more music, but you know how shit works out. But nah, they had yeah. a great run, man, and definitely that run of the Neptunes was like unparalleled in music, man. I don't think any hip hop producers reached that kind of, you know, every genre they were involved in and doing it at yeah. the highest level. So, yeah, man, great times, great to look back. And uh, yeah, you really notice that, you know, people, we had it good back in the day. Yeah. People were talking about hip hop is dead. <laughs> oh, hip hop. That's one thing I noticed, man. In every era of hip-hop, since it started, niggas were complaining about it. Yep. Mm -hmm. So anytime anybody says hip-hop is dead, like, okay, the mainstream stuff I think is bad because it's just all the same shit now. Yeah. But anytime anybody says the whole thing is bad, I'm like, man, y'all been saying this shit since... 93. Yeah, 93 people was complaining about the violence in hip-hop and Mm -hmm. cussing and all that stuff. So, yeah. Shiny suits. Yes, yep. yeah, but I, man, you just gotta dig, man. Like it's all out there. You could you could find something for you. I just hate when people say, "Oh, all that hip hop stuff ain't good." You could find something for you, man. It's it's a variety of hip hop artists out there that do all type of different shit. <laughs> Very true, man. Very true. You just gotta find and dig, and it ain't even hard to dig, man. There's playlists made for you. That's some yeah. underground hip hop, and you're gonna find somebody you like. Or mm-hmm. listen to us. We putting y'all on shit too. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> listen to the Jim and Juice podcast, and we will steer you right. Yeah. And show you that hip hop is very much alive and well. But anyway, uh, enough of the window dressing, man. Time to get into the nitty-gritty. It's the Jim. Uh oh, uh oh, we got the drops back. Yes, Jake Prince, tell people what the podcast is. The gems and juice. <laughs> We uh, feels good to hear that again. I know, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are back at it. Got Jay Prince back introducing us again. Yeah, we qualified again. <laughs> we qualified again, man. We we, we was we was uh, I guess in the middle ground, but now we back and qualified. So a lot to bring break down, a lot to talk about. A lot of new music dropped, and a lot of things happened in music, sports, entertainment etc and we gonna break that all down and give y'all our takes on that but first off wellness check biggie how you been this week man i know y'all been busy you got a new coach up in there yeah for the texans yeah, so yeah. i know you've been working hard yeah yeah we got a new new coach i've been working hard um today was my last day of doing the best of so oh. so kind of bittersweet a little bit but i got a little more time on my hands now so, um, okay. yeah, so they got uh, the normal programming coming back next week, which is Texans Radio. So, um, yeah, so my job is done, man. <laughs> okay. Well, it was did, a good run, yeah, man. I Hopefully did, you I get did a... that shit for like a month. So it, it was fun, though. I enjoyed it. I, I made it me. So it was it was cool. Now, that was a good show, man. Good. Uh, you did good intro on the stuff. We, we enjoyed hearing you more on air. So, yeah, hopefully they, uh, they they try to find a way to bring that back, man, because that was dope. And yeah. we need more of that uh, during the football season, too. Man. Yeah, so. I ain't going to lie, man. Th- like, the more I've been doing this, the more comfortable I felt actually talking on air. Because now I'm like, man, like, I, I kind of I, I can kind of be myself. Because, you mm-hmm. know, if you look at sports radio overall, 
you don't really see a lot of people like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, me, with me just being myself and, and just can, you know, talk that talk and be like, yo, this was what happened. My man, Lovey Smith, got high. You know, I, I feel comfortable now. So, um, you know, I, I came a long way. I didn't even think I would ever be in sports radio. <laughs> I always wanted to do rap <laughs> or a hip hop, yeah. a hip hop station. So for me to be able to do something like that is amazing. And, you know, it's it's crazy, man. I was a young kid. I was a shy kid. I don't even know if you knew this, but I was shy up until 2012 when I went to broadcasting <laughs> school. Like, I couldn't stand in front of people and talk. Uh, I ain't really engaged in the conversations. I was always quiet. And um, now I'm doing this shit. So it's like, damn. So I, I really came a long way. So... It it was fun, man. It's fun. Hopefully, I can you know do this again, get a show or something, and see how I go. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it, man. Always oh, good to get those reps in. That's the most important thing when you're working in broadcast and any any medium. You got to get the reps in, man. So now you've been doing it long enough, man. So hopefully, they give you you got to do something, man. We got to hear more of you. What up, Tab? We see you in the chat, man. What up, Tab? How tab you doing, in the bro? Building. What's going on, yeah. Tab? Yeah, tab tech. Make yeah. sure y'all go to Tab Tech. <laughs> yes, Tab Tech. Tab, wait, it's no, Tab it's Tech LLC.com, I think. Yeah, or Tab Unlock Sim. But, uh, put, yeah, Tab Tech Unlock Sim.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah put, got it. I yeah. think that's it. Yeah, put it in the comments, man. We'll promote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tab. <laughs> yes, yes. Shout out to Tab, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, without further ado, man, let's get to it. A lot to break down, so we ain't going to hold you up too much. We're going to get right into it. New music. We're going to start off with that, man, Pusha T, because we came in with a whole uh, smorgasbord, a whole little set, the DJ Thicky Fig set of Pusha T. <laughs> so we're going to break down this new single he put out. It's called Diet Coke off his new album coming soon. We don't have a release date for it yet, I don't think, but... Uh, is dropping fairly soon, I would guess within the month or so. Mm -hmm. So uh, we heard some snippets. He finally put out a full song, Diet Coke. Uh, I don't know who it's produced by. I actually didn't even check that. It's actually produced by 88 Keys. Oh, okay. And and Kanye West. And uh, a little fun fact, because I think 88 Keys was talking about this beat. And he said this beat was like 12 years old. I'm not going to lie. It kind of sounds like it. Yeah. It was 12 years it, old. It, it sounds like something that, because I, I actually, that's what I was going to bring up when I talked about it. This song sounds like something that could have dropped in like 2011, man. I'm not mm. going to lie, dog. But uh, still classic Pusha T. Uh, Figgy Fig, we're going to start with you first, man. How you feel about this new single from Pusha T called Diet Coke? I liked it, man. This, this is the type of shit I'll be wanting to listen to. This is the type of song that get me excited for that uh, for the Pusha T album. Look, the production was good, um, the bars was good, man. It's just it's just good to hear that type of Pusha T, man. So, look, I ain't got nothing else to say about it. I think it's qualified, man. Where my qualified button? Qualified. It's qualified, man. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good too. Good, good intro to get you hyped for the um, album. I didn't think, uh, like I said, it did sound like an old, like, honestly, it, this song could have came out anytime between like 20, 2008 and mm-hmm. now, and it would have sounded the same pretty much, which is not a bad thing necessarily. But uh, 
But yeah, man, I'll be honest. I probably won't go back to this song a whole lot. Mm, It's a song you, I mean, honestly, man, like that snippet you played last week got me pretty hype. Yeah, that that sounded really good. And then I heard this and I'm like, okay, I mean, it's all right. It's Mm -hmm. all right. But I I don't know. It will probably be a skip when I get the full album and it comes out. So I'm not going to lie. It it wasn't great to me, but it was good. You know, it was something to get you excited and looking forward to the album. But it's not something I'm going to play over and over again personally. But I'll say it's qualified too, man. Qualified. Dope beats, dope rhymes. So can't say anything anything bad about too bad about it at least man so yeah. uh next up um let's go ahead and keep it age town man uh i don't know if you heard this figure i meant to check with you first <laughs> the little kiki album did you listen to it i did not listen to it yet <laughs> okay but, my bad but man. no no you good uh, you good talk, talk i'll to just break it, about it i'll just break it down real quick man because i did listen to it i was looking like i didn't even know he was dropping but uh yeah he dropped a full full album wait what is this bishop the overseer oh no this is all the new music to drop oh okay okay Random okay stuff. okay <laughs> i don't even know some of this shit um well, we fancy now dog we got the cnn scroll on our live stream look at this i feel like damn uh feel what's like, his name uh, don lemon <laughs> I was about to say One that, break. but I I don't I want you to get offended. We calling you Don. <laughs> yeah, no Isaiah Rashad, man. <laughs> nah, just playing. But uh, yeah, man, I feel official now. We got a whole broadcast yeah. here, dog. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna break down this little Kiki album real quick, man. Uh, I did listen to it. It's about 16 songs, a lot of features, features you would pretty much expect if you listen to hip hop or Houston hip hop nowadays it got friend of the show jack freeman mm. on two songs it has uh of course sauce walker slim thug propane uh toby one of my favorite songs he was on too with bun b Devin the dude Damn. chucky trill and j dog r.i.p yeah, chucky rest trill peace. rest in peace uh and then this last song suc had pretty much an suc reunion with trade of truth big pokey lil o lil flip Mike D and Los. Mm. So, uh, yeah, DJ chose on it as well. Um, mm. A lot of people, a lot of good features on this album, man. Um, I'll be honest, some of it, some of it was kind of seemed like forced. It, it didn't. It didn't sound Houston to me, man. And mm. that's one thing I kind of miss about Houston albums and Houston music. I feel like at one point we had our own sound, and now. Even the legends, when they put out music, it seems like it's trying to sound like the music of right now that's popping yeah. from Atlanta. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I cringed when I heard <laughs> the song "No Cap." Oh man, because I miss when Houston had our own lingo, man. I miss when we actually made the culture, and you know what happened to boppers? What happened yeah. to sw- people? Still say swangers, I guess, but yeah. we had our own lingo, man. And now we got our legend saying no cap. Yeah, the the, it, <laughs> the Houston lingo is underrated, man. I, I I always hear the Houston lingo whenever I talk to an OG. They be they start yeah. off they start off like say man, and then they get into their sentence. <laughs> say man, 
I was listening to the radio station, and I'm like, oh, man, you can tell that's an OG because, you know, it's people like ESG and, you know, all the older people. They start yep. off like, say, man, and, you know, the what's going down and all type of I, I think Houston need to embrace that more, man. Make it cool. Make it cool. Don't, don't be out here using P. <laughs> yes, I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I do miss our lingo a, a little bit. The no cap song made me cringe a little bit. <laughs> there were some remakes. Um, he rapped over the uh, T.I. ASAP beat. Oh, which, oh, okay, yeah. Which is kind of, uh, man, that song it's is old. Yeah. And then they it's also like, inter, they interlaced the Webby uh, Gimme That. The oh. oh, oh, oh. That actually was Pharrell <laughs> from Beautiful. But they brought it back. And it's like, uh, um, now they did rap over Jay-Z's Can I Live beat. Mm-hmm. which is treading on sacred territory there, man. <laughs> uh, but it, I actually like that song, dog. Devin Adu was on it, and he did a great job. It was more of a laid-back vibe. It didn't sound like they was trying to make a H-Town version of Jay-Z's Can I Live. Yeah, It just kind of sounded like they used the original sample but yeah. did their own thing on it. It was much more laid-back. Yeah, the original actually sam- like- yeah, the original sample is Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. But a lot of people know it from Jay-Z. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. That's where I know it from, too. Of course. It's a whole stand. But, yeah, I actually like that song, man. Um, other songs I enjoyed. I like the last two. I like Paul Wall uh, flipping. I liked SUC, of course, the whole reunion. Flipping was like the texas song i was waiting for it had a <laughs> pimp c sample on the hook and i was like okay finally at the end of the album i got the sound i was looking for man uh but yeah it was a good album it, it was pretty i mean look it, it's h-town rappers yeah and they doing their thing it's always good to hear the legends still record music man so if you're a fan of Lil kiki i recommend you check it out um yeah i gotta say it's qualified man okay okay qualified i'm gonna have to check that out yeah i see yeah, support he, he, houston music and stream it man check it out for sure yeah he dropped the album i see trade the truth dropped the album uh the united streets of america <laughs> so i didn't see that yeah <laughs> i gotta check that out too man i'm just yeah. uh i thought i had everything covered but a lot of music came out man i couldn't keep track of it all yeah but yeah, so make sure if you're a fan of H-Town music and Lil Kiki, make sure you check out that new Lil Kiki album called Legend. We used to say mm-hmm. in stores now, but it probably yeah. ain't in stores no more, but it's on streaming. <laughs> it's so yeah, FYE right now. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like in stores now is an outdated term, man. Think about that. <laughs> it is, wow. man. And like, At least for music. Yeah. Any, any type of way, though, man, because either you got to go online and get it or something, but... Like trying to get somebody in the store is it sound weird now, man. <laughs> yeah, it's Sam Goody right now. Sam Goody ain't even around no more. Uh so yeah, other music that dropped. Um we got a new song from Future. I don't know if you heard did you hear this, Figgy? I did. Okay, okay. Uh Future dropped a new song called Worst Day. Um now he previewed it with a clip from the music video where he's uh, talking to Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Kevin Samuels, he is that guy who uh, went viral, kind of shitting on women 
they yeah. call into his show and he kind of give you know advice. shits on him and tell him yeah. yeah he supposed to give advice but i mean he really just be making fun of people yeah and talking about how men have to be more high value and yeah. blah 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 etc it's one of those you know uh, uh <laughs> give advice to men to stop yeah. being a bitch or something he, i don't know he told this lady she lo- she built like emmett smith Yes, build like a linebacker yeah. and gonna run the three two defense hit, or something. No, he said you can hit the A gap like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he said, huh? <laughs> yes. Uh he's been having a little bit of a run. He had Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. on last week on his show, and now he's in a music video with Future. And um Figgy, we'll let we'll I wanna get your thoughts on this first, man. What do you think about this new single from Future? Uh, Valentine's related single called Worst Day. Uh, it was a little too slow for me, man. I, I, I really wasn't feeling it. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I I tried to get through it, and I'm just like, nah, this ain't the time. This ain't the time for it right now. So I I ain't even finished the song. So uh, I wasn't feeling oh, it. Oh wow. Man. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it, man. I kind of like the. Uh, <laughs> this ain't the type of future I like. Uh, maybe, oh damn! So, so this ain't for me, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna Uh-oh. give it. Pig pen, pig pen for future. Pig pen mentality. Pig pen. Oh man. no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I actually like this song. Really? Yes. And <laughs> the reason I liked it is because I watched the video. Maybe that helped. I do think watching the video is kind of like a uh, way too sexy. Yeah, you hear the song and you're like, uh, but then you watch the video and you're like, oh, okay, it's a joke. The video helps this song a lot. I mm-hmm. actually like this song just because it's the first future song I've heard that like actually had a concept to it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it actually had a meaning about it's not just him rapping the same shit he always raps about. Yeah, and the theme of the song is basically he thinks that Valentine's Day is the worst day. Because he has too many hoes and he can't spend time with all of them, <laughs> which is de- 100% humble bragging. Yeah. But he also has a bunch of baby mamas. So it's probably the truth that he, you know, but yeah. he talks about how, you know, he buys them all these expensive things, but it's not enough for them because they want to spend time with him and he can't spend time with them because he doesn't have enough time. Yeah. And at the end of the video, it was actually kind of sad because he brings flowers to, one of his girls and then he finds out that she's with somebody else and he's all, i'm like look future actually made himself look less than super cool rapper for a moment yeah so i actually like the video i like the song and the concept it kind of reminds me of girls 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 by jay-z oh, but okay. like the reverse of that a little bit yeah but i like the song man it, it kind of represents growth for me in the future, it's like he's actually rapping about something that is not is outside of what he usually raps about. He actually had an idea for a song and actually made a concept about it and made a video that relates. There's a video is pretty good too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I gotta, actually like the song, gotta, man. I'm not I'm not gonna ride around bumping out. it, but yeah, I gotta check the video out. Check the video out. You might change your mind, man. I thought it was actually pretty solid. So I will say that single is actually qualified, man. Qualified. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, next up, we got a new single from Nicki Minaj featuring Little Baby. Another one. Yeah. So Shit, they are they that? making an actual album together, yeah, or I don't know what's going project? on? 
second week in a row where we've had a Nicki Minaj and Little Baby song come out. This song is called Bussin'. Uh, I'll go first on this one, man. I actually like this song a lot. I thought this song was way better than the shit they put out last week. I already forgot what that song was called. Do we have a problem? Yeah. yeah. And that song um, actually went number one, or I, I don't want to say number one, but it charted a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, it yeah. did. I mean, yeah. it had a lot of promotion behind yeah, it. Yeah, the bars little, were crazy. Little baby on it too. So I've, yeah. we said that would probably be the reason why. Yeah, no, it was definitely the little baby st- stimulus package helping too. Mm-hmm. But I like this song a lot more, man. I actually kind of think they should have put this one out first. Mm. But uh, yeah, I like the song a lot. I liked how they had more chemistry. I like them going back, back and, and forth, forth. Yeah. on the verse. I thought that was a cool, like it, it just sounded a lot better, man. The beat was better. Production was better. And yeah, the verses, it was just better rapping to me, man. So I would definitely say it's qualified, good song. And has me looking a little more forward to the Nicki Minaj album <laughs> than I guess it's going to be on. I don't know, but yeah, it, it was a good song, man. I enjoyed it. Qualified. Okay. I agree with you, man. I thought the song was good. Um, the beat was cold. I liked the way how she started off rap. That was just vintage Nicki. She wasn't trying to rap like, you know, Lil Baby or how people rap now. That was that vintage switch my voice up Nicki. Yeah. And um, and what sold me on the song was them going back and forth. I'm like, damn, they, like, I never thought about them even getting on the same song together. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, damn, the album might be all right if they putting more shit out like this. If they, I think they should do an album or something. But um, yeah, I like the song a lot, man. I'm looking forward to some more Nicki music. I think she's kind of, um, I don't want to say winning the public back. No, nah, she is 100. Yeah, percent yeah, yeah. I want to say it like she lo- totally lost the public. But um, yeah, man, I feel like she's she's gearing to get back on top now, and I think it's a good chance for her to get back on top because Cardi ain't dropped nothing in a in a minute, mm-hmm. so she can you know she can retake the throne, and you know she seemed like she ready, motivated, fresh, and maybe she did need this time off to have a you know kid, her marriage, and all that stuff. And yeah, I enjoyed this song a lot. So I agree with you. I think the song is qualified. Qualified. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Cardi seems to be taking a little break for whatever reason. So yeah, I mean, the number one female rapper spot is wide open for Nikki to claim it again mm-hmm. if she wants it. I mean, Meg the Stallion seems to kind of slow down a little bit too. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll see. But I know we always compare women rappers. They hate when we do that. Why you always got to compare them? Because we yeah. do. That's what we do in hip hop, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got to be in competition because that's just how it is. <laughs> um, we also have a new Kanye West song. Kanye West, who's had a having a tumultuous month on yeah. Black Future Month. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I hear he's a, he's in the news for some new shit. Lately, he was a uh, Getting that Billie Eilish. Yeah, I thought that what was <laughs> that was crazy, man. Because I didn't even hear what she said. So that, that, was, that was the first thing I seen, and then I ended up going back to see what she said, and I was just like, "Damn!" But he take it up for Travis a lot, man. She didn't know, dog. Whoever published the story <laughs> might have put some kind of shot at Travis Scott 
But she didn't say anything about Travis Scott. She was checking on a fan who had like passed out or something. Yeah. And she was making sure he was okay. Yeah. And I guess they framed it as if she was taking a shot at Travis Scott and he demanded an apology from <laughs> Billie Eilish or he wasn't going to do Coachella this year. Yeah. Did she apologize? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> she was like, I didn't even, I literally didn't even mention Travis Scott. I don't know what you're talking about. And so, yeah, he he's just going every day is a new mental episode for Kanye. I don't know if it's off for promo or what. Yeah, that's kind of scary for him to do, man, because his fans are reckless. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Kanye fan, but it's not that deep for me. And for him to say, do something like that, apologize or I'm dropping out of Coachella. Imagine what his fans going to do <laughs> at this point. They probably going to flood her mentions and. Dogger and all type of shit, man, and she ain't even do nothing. So that's that's scary, man. I hope he don't continue to do stuff like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, she got a strong fan base too, probably a bigger fan base than him, honestly. So yeah, that's two toxic fan bases going at each other. (laughs) So you never want to see that. But yeah, uh, among other things, he's been doing this whole month has been a very tumultuous Black Future Month for Kanye. But there is music. Uh, finally, he did put out a new song with Five Yo Foreign. Now it was actually Alicia. it was actually Five Yo Foreign song. Oh, it was Five Yo Foreign song. I couldn't yeah. tell because they were all grouped together in the fucking track title. Yeah, but I guess it's Five Yo Foreign song and Kanye West song with Alicia Keys called "City of God." It is kind of a uh, remake of Empire State of Mind. Um. And yeah, they were going for that kind of vibe, talking about New York. Yeah. Uh, Kanye talking about all the recent events in his lyrics, talking about he's going to pull up goons to SNL, among <laughs> other things. So, yeah, it was a uh, a very, very timely Kanye West song. It sounded like he probably recorded his verse yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> probably did. Uh, so, Figgy, what'd you think about this new song from Five Year Foreign, Kanye West, and Alicia Keys? I actually like the song, but I probably won't go back to it if that makes sense. I thought it it wasn't a bad song. It actually sounded like a song for a movie uh, soundtrack or something. It sounded like I could hear that in some type of trailer. But um, the song wasn't bad. The beat was cool. It was a different. It, it, it was it was a Five Year Foreign beat, but it had a little extra to it. And um, I was shocked to hear Alicia Keys on there, honestly. So I'm like, damn, she on a song with 504? <laughs> so um, I thought that was dope. Kanye, it seemed like he had a lot to say to get off his chest. So he just, you know, he did what Kanye usually do, it just kind of take over a little bit. <laughs> and um, I thought it was cool. It's not trash, nothing like that, but I don't see myself going back to this song. I, I see a lot of people going nuts over this song. And I'm just like, damn, he must be, he must be, <laughs> um, shit, um, what, what's the song going, um, My Twisted Dark Beautiful Fantasy, the one with Raekwon? <laughs> uh, So Appalled? Not So Appalled, but, um, dun, 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 dun. I, I can't think of the name of it, but. I can't remember. One of my, a few songs yeah, Raekwon. it was one of my favorite verses from Kanye where he was just going in. I thought it was going to, I thought I was going to get something like that. And I was just like, all right, it's a cool Kanye verse. It, you know, nothing special. Just the only I think people be people be getting tricked because 
when certain rappers like him or Jay Z they say something that happened recent, I think they'd be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he just going in." This. But those type of verses ain't gonna last too long, man. Like no nobody's gonna care. Like J, like when was the last time you heard about the Jay Z verse when he's talking about uh, Obama told me to chill, I'm gonna get him impeached. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like it was cool for that moment. But it's kind of like, uh, like it's cool. It's a good verse at that moment, but nothing special. I, that's how I felt about the Kanye verse in this song. But I would say this. I would say the song is qualified. I, I feel like I'm being too loose with the qualified. Qualified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go the other way, man. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have found this song at all. Um, I thought it was a weak attempt to remake what Empire State of Mind, which I already don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand the appeal behind it. Yeah. So I, I I can understand why that song is popular and still play today. I just don't like it. <laughs> but they try to do it again, but it's completely uninspired. Alicia Keys sound like she just got out of bed and, and they put a mic in front of her face <laughs> and she just started singing. Like, what happened to her voice, man? <laughs> it, it is completely dry and dead. And it, 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 she did not sound good on the hook at all. Mm. Um, like the Kanye verse was here today, gone tomorrow type of bullshit. Where it's like, I really don't like when rap is too much referring to things that just happened because we're gonna forget about those things in a month or two, man. So, when you're a rapper, you gotta at least try to make, especially on the level of Kanye, you gotta try to make some stuff that's gonna stand the test of time. And that verse wasn't it. It just seemed like he had things to get off his chest and did it on this song. Yeah. But yeah, the, the song was a mess to me, man. I did not like how they tried to remix this uh, Empire State of Mind. I didn't like Alicia Keys. I didn't care for Kanye's verse too much. So yeah, I got to say this song is pig pen status to me. Pig pen mentality. <laughs> The hogs, yeah. the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, I'm starting to expect that we're not going to get Donda to this month, man. Really? Mm. Yeah, that, I, I like seeing how Kanye news. is moving. There's no way he's recording music at this time with yeah. all this shit going on around him. I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah, I, I think he is recording music because they had a couple of listening parties, but I don't think it's going to be done, man. <laughs> because yeah. usually, you know, you, right now, he should be gearing up the mixes, the mastering, and all that stuff. I just think it ain't going to be done. And we know how Kanye work. It got to be perfect. And I just think, you know, uh, the the twenty on the 22nd, nothing going to be done. And he's just going to be like, no, not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, we ain't really had that date marked. And we weren't going to sit up all night waiting on it. But... Yeah, I don't think it's going to come out. I think that might be a safe assumption. <laughs> Probably. I mean, somebody got to drop something on 2-22-22. Yeah. Somebody got to do something for that day. And you would think Kanye would have a, something ready, but I don't, I don't think he's going to make the deadline at this point, man. I think he's doing too much in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else you listened to this week that you want to talk about, Figgy? Uh, I listened to a little bit of the Snoop album. And, okay. Um, friend of the show, Nefertiti was on there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, she was hey. on there. I'm like, damn. So he got a song called um Um Death Row. I think it's called Death Row Records or something like that. 
So mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably get into that in, uh, later on in the show. But um, Snoop pretty much bought the label Death Row. So um, he pushed. He put an album out called um, Death Row Records or something like that. But back on Death Row, back, I think, or something back like on, that. Yeah, 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 back back on Death Row. So um, it was all right. It was cool. I, I can't. I can't really trash Snoop too much, man, because he still sound the same. But you know, we Snoop is in a whole different level, a uh, whole different area now. So I'm not really looking for Snoop music. <laughs> so it, you know, it's cool he's still making music, but you know, this what it is. I'm, I'm glad. I was really glad to see Nefertiti on the album. She, yeah, she all over the place now, man. <laughs> it seems like he's kind of taking her under his wing. Yeah, they've had like a couple songs together now. I think. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I gotta, we gotta get her back on, ask some questions. But um, it looked like she was signed to like Def Jam at some point. She had the mm-hmm. Def Jam jacket, and I think Snoop was running something for um, Def Jam. I think he had some type of position. So I thought she was signed over there. Then I seen something that said she not signed. So I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on, but. Um, yeah, shout out to her, and I think he is helping her a lot because he actually mentioned her on um, the Breakfast Club. So, um, yeah, she she got a lot going on, man. <laughs> yeah, seems like it, man. But she deserves it. Very talented artist. So, yeah, definitely yeah. want to have her back on the podcast. I mean, look, man, you you drank that that drink, that nasty <laughs> drink she recommended. So, the least she could do is come back on a Jim's and Juice podcast and talk to us. But uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, we're ta- we're gonna talk about that Snoop Dogg and Death Row thing in a, in a, a little later. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of surprised, to be honest, that he would buy that and want to revisit that time in his life. Yeah. But, I mean, hey. Yeah, maybe I, it's- I feel like that's something you should kind of just leave alone. That should be in the past, because I, that's to me that's kind of like Jay Z buying Rockefeller Records and mm-hmm. trying to start it back up. And I know that's a little different because it wasn't a lot of murders and, you know, stuff like that going on. But Death Row Records, I would just leave that alone, man. <laughs> that's in the past. Yeah, yeah. Or Dr. Dre trying to restart N.W.A. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But we'll talk about that a little bit later, man, in our topics. But, yeah, some good <laughs> music out. Make sure y'all check it. Um, All the things we recommended this week. And yeah, I think it's gonna be a busy month, man. People getting music in now, so mm-hmm. hopefully that Pusha T album drops soon, and we'll have more to break down as well. Yeah. <coughs> oh shit, my bad. Okay, <laughs> time to bring in the topics, man. A lot happened. So much happened that I don't even know where to start. Yeah, where you um, want to start? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just go down the road. Um, let's start with the the baby video. <laughs> which is one of the funniest <laughs> videos I've ever seen personally. <laughs> uh, but for those who have not seen it, um, the baby has uh, got into a little scuffle with Danny Lay's brother. Yeah. Uh, this is a woman he impregnated. Yeah, it was, and, this, it was this girl, his baby mama. His girl yeah, his baby, oh, yeah, his baby mama. They've been beefing publicly for a while now. He's mm-hmm. been shitting on her publicly for a while now. And apparently her brother had a problem with it. 
<laughs> so she pulled up like Alina's cousin in uh, Minutes <laughs> to Society. And uh, yeah, I guess they were supposed to shoot the fair one at the bowling alley. But the baby's goons got involved and the baby throws the first punch. And yeah. then they all get into a fight in the bowling lane. In the bowling lane. And slipping and of sliding. Course it, yeah, so they're slipping everywhere. Nobody can even stand up <laughs> because they're inside the lanes. And, of course, that shit's greased the fuck down. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody is just slipping all over the place, falling. <laughs> Somebody grabs a dude by the hair and tries to slam him down, but he falls down to it. It kind of plays out like a comedy skit, man. I'll uh, be honest. The, the first thing I thought about when I seen everybody slipping and sliding, I was thinking about that ASAP Rocky story when he said he was in jail. <laughs> slipping on semen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> niggas fighting, niggas slipping on semen. <laughs> niggas slipping on semen. I, yeah, I that, imagine that's... that fight he was talking about <laughs> looking like that. <laughs> Like what? What kind of cell was he in where there was so yeah. much that people were slip? And this is Rihanna's baby daddy too, by the way, man. So yeah. Oh, Damn, hilarious, man. hilarious story, <laughs> hilarious time in hip hop. But yeah, yeah, this this video has gone viral. Apparently, I read the authorities are looking for the baby now because, of course, all this shit was caught on camera. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Figgy, what were your thoughts about this? video of the baby and do you think he is recanceled because of it um now, now a little backstory um him and the boy him and the brother been going back and forth for a minute too the brother he made videos calling the baby out saying he want to fight one-on-one all that bullshit and um i guess he was just at the bowling alley <laughs> having a family night and all of these goons came out of nowhere, man. <laughs> you know, you know how wild that is to like. You have you ever been somewhere where you like super comfortable grocery store or something like that? Just imagine some niggas come up in there trying to fight, and now you in there fighting. That like that bowling alley scene was hilarious, man. I just, I'm like, damn, like they took it all the way to the bowling lanes. So I I thought that was hilarious, but. Man, look, I, I see a lot of people saying the baby was wrong for that, and, you know, that was some sucker shit. Look, that guy was talking a lot of shit, too, man. He was talking a lot of shit before. And we all know who the baby is. We know how he roll. So, like, this dude, that you, like, you people got to realize, you think this dude going to have his dude sit off to the side and fight one-on-one -on -one and be fair and all this other shit? Sometimes people, street people don't give a fuck about that. So they, you know, if somebody talking shit, everybody coming to beat them up. I'm, to be honest, I'm shocked the baby even threw a punch, man. <laughs> because he, he should be at a level where he don't have to touch anything. He he got his people's with him, his people's do the work, and they keep it moving. But I don't know, all this fair stuff and the guy he ended up making a video talking about y'all I, I tried to talk to you one-on-one -on -one and all this other mm -hmm. stuff man this this the streets man people don't give a fuck about that there's no rules in the streets where you know the other people supposed to stand off to the side while y'all sit there and talk man like look go go to somebody hood and say hey i want to talk to the honcho right now i want to talk one-on-one -on -one. 
You think they about to let that shit happen, man? <laughs> Look, man, I don't think anybody should get jumped or beat up like that, but sometimes you got to be smart, man. I, I got to do my Lawrence Fishburne. You got to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, I'm pointing to my temple. Like, you got to be smart, young brother. You can't, <laughs> you, like, you can't do that, man. You can't call out nobody like that and expect for it to be rules and regulations and all that shit. So it's very unfortunate. As far as the baby, man, he just got to relax, man. I I just don't understand how doing shit like this is going to help him in the long run. Like, look at at somebody like 50 Cent, man. 50 Cent was a street dude, but um, it seemed like he barely got into a lot of shit. He made it where he watched where he be. He had security. He got laughed at for going around with security and police and stuff like that. But it's smart on him, man, because, look, he got a lot of money in state. So he can't afford to go through a lawsuit because he beat somebody up or, you know, something like that. So I, I just think I, I wish rappers can look at that as being cool as far as walking around with security and stuff like that, tr- trying not to get in trouble. Because at the end of the day, man, that's your you are you are the money maker. You're the investment. So why do you need to be walking around here getting in fights and all this other bullshit and getting into um, unnecessary lawsuits? So I, I, I just think that's a little disappointing when it comes to the baby. I think he need to be way more smarter than that. He's a he's a star, and he got a lot to lose. He went through he been through a lot, man. He been through a lot last year. So you don't need no pointless ass lawsuit or something like that that could have been prevented, and. Yeah, I I just think that was kind of bad on his part too. But the fight was funny, man. It was funny seeing people slipping and sliding in in the bowling lane and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the video was hilarious. I think somebody already edited it with the Benny Hill theme and all these cartoon like whoop whoop whoop, whoop, whoop like fucking sound effects. It's hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know if this guy. I guess this guy was trying to defend the honor of his sister. Yeah. But like you said, what did he expect was going to happen? You think he was just going to stand up and say, okay, let's duke it out, mano yeah. y mano. He about to look like, like man, Street Fighter and shit. <laughs> exactly. And it was going to be like a round one fight, and then they yeah. just start fighting. Like, nah, man. Like, you you lucky it didn't end worse. Yeah. Because I'm sure he got people with him that would, you know, definitely catch a case yeah, if it just, came to that. Just imagine if it was outside. It was, yeah. It was on the street, so it would have been way worse. Definitely. So, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what he thought. I mean, he probably came. This is probably the best outcome. You know, he, he definitely it didn't look like he even took a punch because nobody could get their footing <laughs> to throw anything. So, I mean, he got tossed around a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Sometimes you just got to let shit go. I mean, look, your sister, you know, got with a rapper who pumped and dumped. <laughs> it is what it is, man. You should be mad at her. Like, yeah. what did she think was going to happen? You think the baby was going to marry her? Like, mm, maybe talk yeah. to his sister, man. I don't know. Yeah. But, That's, let me ask you this, man, because you, you got a sister. I got a sister, too. Mm-hmm. And how, how would you feel if your sister was in that situation, man? Because a lot of people, I know the popular answer is, hey, no, nah, go beat that nigga up. And it's like, if you, if your sister got a baby by this dude, 
To me, it's no point of trying to sit there and beat somebody up unless something crazy that happened where, you know, you can't go, come back from that. But a lot of times, a lot of women get into, you know, arguments and disagreements with their baby daddy. And they say, hey, come beat him up. Come do this. He did this to me. And then you go over there to, ready to rumble. And then next thing you know, it, you know, a couple weeks later, they back cool. And she want to bring him back to the yeah. cookout and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how, how do you feel about that uh, when it comes to something like that? Because I feel like a lot of people feel like defend my sister. I got to defend my f- sister, family over everything. But then it, it's tricky when it's something like that. I mean, you're always going to be defensive of your siblings, man. And when some shit has happened to my sister, like I've definitely defended her and, and spoken up for her. Like I've never gotten to a physical fight with a nigga. Like say, hey, you was talking to like no men's society shit went down with me. <laughs> yeah. But like I definitely am defensive. You know, that's your blood. You know, that's your sister. You got to look out for them. But no, unless like something serious happened, like yeah. she was beat. Yeah. If she was beat and came home like bloody and shit, like yeah, yeah. we would have to Ain't no go coming find back from nigga. That. Yeah. Yeah, we would have to go find him and talk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that didn't happen, then I would just be like, look, I'll have to talk to her and be like, cuz it's like you said, they do go back and you do look stupid when yeah. <laughs> everything is suddenly fine again. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes you got to talk to the person and be like, look, you just got to make better choices. No, seriously, because, you know, I'm not talking about a, your sister with a random boyfriend she had no ties to. Yeah. This is a baby daddy who's going to be here as long as the kid is alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to be around. So you can't just cut him out and that's it. Yeah. He's going to be he's going to be there no matter birthday party or graduation. He's going to be there. So it's just, you know, it's tough when people try to go you know, like this young man tried to do, Danny Danny Lee's brother tried to defend his sister like that, and I don't think it was nothing crazy. I think I think the shit popped off when he kicked her out. <laughs> I think yeah. he kicked her out the house or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, couples go through shit like that. So sometimes it's best to sit back and just let them figure it out and just – you know, you know, help your sister as much as you can without getting into it. But some people just jump out the window and be like, hey, we got to work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the way you, you know, kick my sister out the house type thing. And it's like, man, like, so now y'all got to fight. Y'all got to do all this shit. And what about when it's the little baby's birthday party? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so now, you know, how is that going to work out now? So I think that's just a, a tricky situation, man. <laughs> Yeah, it really is, man. It's sad when shit gets to that, too. You know, when there's baby mama and baby daddy drama and the whole family gets caught up in it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, you, I mean, look, this guy tried to do the honorable thing, and I commend him for that. But it was also pretty stupid. Like, at least have an entourage with you if you're yeah. going to call out a rapper who you know is going to have an entourage around him. Mm-hmm. Make it somewhat fair. But he was just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, we're gonna fight one on one. Like anybody could have told you it wasn't gonna go down like that. Man. Yeah. So well, at least if you're gonna be like that, at least be smart about it. That's yeah. the thing. But if you, apparently he ain't have no friends who would back him up, yeah. maybe they like the baby. 
<laughs> maybe they were fans. Yeah. So they didn't want the smoke, but yeah, you, yeah, can't, you can't do stuff like that, man. Because look, look, I don't have an entourage, so you mm-hmm. would never see me call out anybody. <laughs> like I don't care who it is. I won't ever say, hey, you know what? When I see you, is nope. Because there's gonna be one day I'm I'm gonna be in the grocery store, and you might catch me slipping like uh, Stone Cold did Booker <laughs> T, man. Booker T and Stone Cold, yeah. <laughs> I might hear a fucking beard snap in the behind <laughs> me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Get my ass whooped. So I, oh, yeah, I don't I don't play around like that, man. If you have a disagreement with somebody, just just move on. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Sometimes you gotta talk it out. Because, yeah. yeah, you know, you don't want them kind of problems, especially when you older, man. Like, that's that's some young crash dummy shit, honestly. Yeah. But once you're in your 30s, man, you got to be beyond all that shit, at least theoretically. <laughs> um, Other things that happened this week. I guess we got to talk about all these fucking videos that have been leaking. <laughs> uh, for some reason, there's a bunch of videos of rappers in sexual situations. <laughs> Um, it started with Nelly, I think, who I didn't see that video at all, but apparently he was receiving oral from a lady and he was getting clowned for the size of his manhood, <laughs> which I think is kind of lame, man. Yeah. Like, come on. So we, we can't call Lizzo fat, but we can <laughs> we, yeah. people can go in on Nelly and yeah. talk about, yeah, I mean, I get niggas going to have jokes, but that man... It, Either all jokes are can fly or none of them can. That's how yeah. I feel. And y'all yeah. can't be picking and choosing who it's okay to rank on and who it ain't. Mm-hmm. That gets on my nerves, man. But yeah, yeah so <laughs> Nelly got clowned for his size, apparently. Uh, and Isaiah Rashad, um, this was the bigger thing, I guess. No pun intended. Because he was caught in, I guess some videos were uploaded of him in sexual situations with other men. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is kind of like, you know, and this uh disclaimer, this man does have kids, at least one kid, and I know he has baby mothers, so a bisexual thing going on apparently. But yeah, um, he was outed by this video. The video is pretty graphic from what I see. <laughs> I saw a screenshot and I was like, that's enough for me. I'm not gonna but I heard it was very graphic. It wasn't like just two dudes kissing. It was yeah. Yeah, there's a lot in there. So the crazy part about it is like when you run across the tweet, it's like right there. It's like oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like what? The, like so you don't even have to <laughs> click on it. And this it's not even the thing where it's like is that him or it's like no motherfucker that's him. Yeah, it was clearly him. <laughs> In his video is right. It looked apparently like it was recorded by him. Yeah. Because his face is all up in the video. It was not a situation where it's like Somebody it could be it. anybody. Yeah. Like, no, it's definitely him. So yeah, Isaiah Rashad has been outed. Um, some people people are coming to his defense. People are saying, you know, respect him and his privacy, you know. Um, let who who cares if he gets down like this? He's still a good artist, dope artist. And people are speaking out in defense. Um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts? Do you, do you think it's a big deal about Isaiah Rashad? And to be fair, like he has been a rapper who, by his lyrics, you would not think he was bisexual. 
Yeah. Because he does have some songs where he's talking like Women. hard rapper shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, typical rapper. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think about this revelation? Do you think it's going to affect his career? And do you think it'll affect people collaborating with him? Um, I think it it depends how he, I guess, come out, no pun intended, uh, after this situation. Because I don't think he said anything yet. Yeah. I just think he got to he gotta just go with the flow, man. Just lean into it, man. Don't don't try to say, oh, you, you know, that with me or, you know. Some people might try to make an excuse for it. I think his best bet is just to go the Frank Ocean route, man. Like, it's it's very unfortunate this video, you know, came out without his, you know, consent or whatever you want to call it. But I think he just got to go the Frank Ocean route, man, and just say, hey, you know, it is what it is and just, you know, you know, keep uh, keep it moving if you don't really fuck with it, I guess. I don't know. But Duke Deuce, he did put out a tweet saying, you know, pretty much saying he didn't care. And he's still yeah. a dope artist and whatever. But um yeah, the one thing that kind of worried about me, uh, that kind of worried me about this situation was um I forgot he been going through a lot of mental shit in his mm-hmm. career. Because I think he was on drugs. He was he was going through a lot of shit, man. And like I said, we haven't heard anything currently. And I can't imagine, you know, what he's going through right now or thinking. So I just hope his mindset is okay. I hope he, you know, not really in a bad place. I hope he don't let this affect who he is as a person, his music and all that. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for it. But it's it's kind of unfortunate when shit like this happen. And, you know, it, yeah, it's it's tough, man. Yeah, it is, man. And at least people like Frank Ocean kind of came out on their terms. Yeah. But this is like, you know, th- this is a whole nother thing, man. Not yeah. not only is it coming out, it's coming out in a very embarrassing way yeah. to be made public. These ain't, these ain't like no rumors of somebody say, I used yeah. to talk to him and blah, blah, blah. This is, yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no coming back from that. So, yeah. yeah um, I mean, it's unfortunate that, you know, that it, it came out that way. It would have been better if he just like made a tweet or a statement. And said, hey, you know, he still would have got some flack from people who are ignorant. But like yeah. 2022, man, nobody gives a shit about that anymore. Like yeah. you, you got people who of all sexualities and genders who are making dope music and it ain't held back Lil Nas X. He's still topping charts and shit. So I look, man, it, it, like I said, it's unfortunate. Uh, but hopefully, you know, people will still continue to work with him. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing people were concerned about is it kind of appeared like this was like some prostitution type shit, mm-hmm. which is kind of troubling if you're a major recording artist and you got to do this type of shit for money. Yeah. Um, that 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 is kind of worrying, and you wonder where his financial situation is if he has to do something like that for yeah. money. Man, that's really really fucked up. Yeah. But. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to him, man. Still a still a dope artist. Uh, and look, man, I'll be honest, dog. Like, I'm I'm of the mind that this is a lot more common in the music industry than we people yeah, 100%. think. One hundred percent. Like, I think mm-hmm. and Nicki Minaj actually had a live with Soldier Boy, 
and she asked him it was hilarious how the video goes and she was like uh do you think there are more undercovers in the rap game and soldier boy is like oh we ain't supposed to be talking about no undercovers <laughs> and she's like because i know there are and then soldier boy gets kind of nervous he's like what what'd you say <laughs> so, <laughs> he acted like he couldn't hear so i'm like okay soldier but no i think and this has been rumors in hip-hop for a long time going mm -hmm. back to the early 90s yeah. about people who you know were kind of undercover on the dl however you want to say it yeah. so i think this is just the music industry period hollywood period yeah people get down uh, like this is to the artists uh, yeah exactly yeah i i think I think it just, you know, I don't want to speak for Isaiah, but this could be a good thing, man, because we still don't really have a, you know, a, a rapper rapper that's out there like that. You, I mean, if you want to count Lil Nas X, cool, but we don't really have a, a rapper like Isaiah <laughs> uh, yeah. Rashad out there like that. So I don't know how it's going to go going forward. I will hope people still listen to his music and I, I will hope he still make the same type of music. But um yeah, I think I think the game needs somebody like that. It shouldn't, it shouldn't, it really shouldn't matter <laughs> who he, you know, lay with at night. But if he's still if he making that type of music, man, we should support it. Yeah, I agree, man. Like I said, it's 2022. You know, uh, you would think people have moved on from a lot of these stereotypes and and what have you. But some people haven't. I'm yeah. not. His career will definitely take a hit, even like he was never a huge rapper. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it'll be affected with his current fan base. A lot of people who are into his music might not be so much, but they might help, yeah. too. I, yeah. He might bring a whole it, new audience. That's, in, so that's, who why, knows? that's why I said it depends how he handled this situation. If he try to deny and don't want to accept the fact, then I think that could hurt his career. But if he lean into it, I think you're going to get a whole nother audience. It's like, because look, man, let's be real. The LGBTQ, they support people no matter oh, what. Yeah. If you're one of them, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Frank Ocean wasn't that. He's a great artist. They happy to get people like Frank Ocean. They probably wasn't listening to Frank Ocean at one point. But once he came out with that, I think what was it was a blog or something, uh, pretty much announcing what he was. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, yeah, our buddy Frank Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think if he handled this situation the right way, I think I think he could get a a, a bigger audience or or at least new um, new fans. Yeah, I agree. We'll see how it goes, man. Like you said, he hasn't mentioned anything yet. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, people accept him and he he does it on his terms, man. It, it, like I said, it's unfortunate that it came out this way, but hopefully it could be spun into something positive for, you know, a lot of people who are struggling with things like he's struggling with right now. So, yeah, yeah, we, we will see how it goes, man. Um, other things that happened this week. Um, should we talk about our good friend Jay Prince now? Yeah. <laughs> Do you care about him defending <laughs> Joe Rogan over using the N word and calling black people apes? <laughs> Look, man, he's he said he's not a racist. I'm yeah, let, let me let me let me read let me read his statement because he made a post on Twitter and uh, it went something like that, like this. 
Joe Rogan is not a racist. I now I know this brother. It takes a sincere individual to admit when they are wrong and have fucked up about a situation. As you can hear, he's done that, and I forgive him because I never want to become one of those people that are filled with unforgiveness and hate that we complain about all the time. Let this be an example to others of the sensitivity of the word nigga being said by anybody other than a nigga. LOL. <laughs> now that <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Why is J Prince typing LOL? Yeah. Dog? <laughs> what kind of universe are we living in right now? This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that part at first. J Prince typed LOL. Wow. What is the world coming to, man? The OG yeah. himself, friend of the show, J Prince. Yeah. Typing LOL in a statement defending Joe Rogan. How do you feel about this, Biggie? Um, I wonder if it's more t- to this why he's doing this or made this statement. Because look, look at it. How um, you see how he pretty much pieced it up with Kanye. He made him and Drake piece it up, and they had like something bigger going on outside of what we can see. So it was kind of a smart business move to, you know, piece it up with Kanye. Let's do this big concert for uh with Larry Hoover or something like that. They they kind of had something else planned outside of just piecing it up and stopping the beef. I wonder if Jay Prince and uh Joe Rogan got something going on as far as business-wise. So I wonder is that why he came out and said, "Oh, no, he cool. He a cool brother." Like I, you know, I talked to him. And, you know, I wonder if they got some type of business going on, maybe some type of podcast or money investment. <laughs> because this, to me, this kind of came out of love. I didn't even think Jay Prince would even weigh in on this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, how would the conversation go between Joe Rogan and Jay Prince? Because he said, I know him, which yeah. means they've talked probably more than once. How exactly. would they talk about Don, yeah. Joe Rogan and Jay Prince? Yeah, man. That's that's kind of strange, man. So I, I'm wondering... They must have had, they must have some type of business or something going on behind the scenes because Joe Rogan he used to do the boxing stuff right? Did he? Um, he does MMA, MMA, UFC. Okay, yeah. I wonder if because you know Jay Prince is, is is into boxing and stuff like that. I wonder if they got some type of business going on. That's with that, fair. Where you if, know Joe Rogan is a boxing fan. They probably talk about boxing and things like that. So it could be true. Yeah. So I wonder if it's some type of investment to help one of his boxers. So um, I think it's something like that because I I, I thought it was left field for him to <laughs> I guess weigh in on this because I ain't even weigh in on it on my damn self outside of uh, this podcast. But um, for him to make a statement, pretty much defending, I'm like, oh, it got to be something else involved for him to say this. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> because, like, look, man, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this because we talked about this last podcast already. It's kind of the same shit. Yeah. But I'm just getting sick of black people jumping out the window in the face of disrespect and trying to speak for all black people. Like Israel Adesanya, uh, the UFC champion, who's fighting this week in Houston, actually tomorrow. By mm. the time you hear this podcast, if you're listening to us on streaming, it'll be today. Mm-hmm. If you listen on Saturday, if you're not, then you already yeah. missed it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so he, he, this dude jumped out the window and said, Joe Rogan's my nigga. 
and I'm black, so I can say, leave Joe Rogan alone. <laughs> like, man, y'all. You ain't even have to say said that. He called y'all apes. <laughs> he said, I, I went to go see Plan of the Apes in the black neighborhood, and it was literally Plan of the Apes in the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the theater. Dog, yeah. like, just do y'all have to jump out the window? Nobody else does this. You never see if somebody goes, like, when Nick Cannon said what he said about Jewish people. Yep. I I heard some people want to have a dialogue with Nick, but mm-hmm. I didn't hear nobody say leave Nick alone. Yeah. He's not racist. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Yeah. I didn't hear nobody defend Whoopi Goldberg and yeah. say she, everybody she's was like, right. oh shit. Yeah. yeah everybody they had all, their hands up. <laughs> some people said that she didn't deserve to be suspended, but they all said what she said was fucked up at least. Yeah. But here they're not even saying what he said was wrong. Yeah. I'm like, can you at least admit he fucked up and, yeah. and admit, okay, you can say he don't deserve to be canceled. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you you have to admit as a black person with dignity, can you at least admit that white people should not be saying this type of shit in <laughs> yeah. public yeah. on a big platform with 15 million people listening? Yeah. <laughs> It just gets on my nerves, dog, because I hate seeing this kind of, I, I got to call it coonery, man. <laughs> Jay Prince, I respect him, dog. He was on our show. I did not want to read this from him, man. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we we modeled our podcast around Jay Prince. <laughs> I just don't like seeing this type of thing, man. Like, if you want to say he's a good guy who's not racist, in your opinion, that's yeah. fine. But at least acknowledge that this kind of language got to be unacceptable. Yeah, yep. I agree with that, man. Like, like, look, man. I don't think I. I feel like people had the right to not support somebody. I, I'm. I would never sit on the. T- I'd never bang my fist on the table saying, "Hey, we need to cancel this guy. Mm-hmm. We need to stop this guy from making money." Or you know, I, look, I ain't got that much time in the day to do all that, but. It, it was just weird. like I think it's cool for people to say, "Hey, he made a mistake. He like he fucked up. He shouldn't have did that." But he's a cool guy. He's not, you know, the KKK or something. Or you know, a lot of people feel like he don't like black people. That's not true. He just fu- he did, he said a fucked up joke, and it wasn't cool. But we talked about it and everything good. That, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing that because he had multiple black people on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, it wasn't a thing where, you know, it wasn't no Fox News shit going on or, you know, some weird shit going on like that where it's like, damn, he don't even talk to black people. Like, no, clearly he got relationships with a lot of black people, but he just said a fucked up joke, man. <laughs> And you know now it sounds like I'm defending them, but <laughs> but yeah, man, I think I think people just need to admit when they're wrong, man. Just say, hey, that was wrong. It, it, like just because you're cool with them, don't means you can't say they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just uh, yeah, that that stuff kind of bothered me too. It's annoying to see, man. I just wish we had more solidarity and pride to where we can at least. You know, admit that people just can't be saying this shit, man. Like, have some, I don't know, it's annoying to see, man. It's annoying to see people jump out the window defending a man who said this shit. Yeah. It is. Like, if you want to say you don't, he don't deserve to lose his livelihood, 
That's fine. I agree with that. But look, what he said was fucked up. At least admit that. But whatever. People yeah, are going to do what they I, do. I think yeah, hopefully there's some business involved yeah, with Jay Prince. Hopefully he didn't just do it because. Yeah, clearly he got a relationship going on where, you know, he don't want to mess that up. It, they in some type of business together. <laughs> so I would hope so. I, I think that I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose faith in Jay Prince. Yeah, we, we done put too much of him in our podcast to turn back now. I man. know we ain't turning it back, man. <laughs> We're not man. You can't cancel Jay Prince. Yeah, you can't. Nope. For uh, and for obvious reasons, I don't want yeah. this dude to come up to the to the station <laughs> and have a conversation no, with us. <laughs> I heard you had a problem with me defending Joe Rogan. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all turn the car around. No, okay, turn, turn the car turn around. Turn the car around. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jay, friends, we ain't canceling you, but yeah. I will say I'm disappointed by some of the reactions. Yeah, you kind of disagree with that. Yeah, agree to disagree. We'll put it like that. Yeah, yeah I don't want to end up. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Shit, man. Let's just get the head to sports. There's some big sports shit we got to talk about. Let's just go down there first. Um, and we will start off with something you've definitely covered extensively now at the station. Uh, the Texans did name their head coach. It is not Josh McCown. It is Lovey Smith, their defensive coordinator from last year. Um, also black man. Um, which is very important in the face of the Brian Flores lawsuit. Um, Yes, Lovey Smith is now the head coach of the Houston Texans. Surprisingly, even he didn't even know when he was a candidate. But one day they interviewed him and everybody suddenly said this guy's leading candidate. And later that day or the next day, I think, uh, he was hired officially. So yeah, the world is shocked. Yeah. Um, look, man, I didn't I didn't see this coming, but I will take my props because I did tell you they were not hiring Josh McCown. I said there was no way they were gonna do it. <laughs> but yes, uh Lovey Smith is now the head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, did a good job at the press conference. It was very well received for what it was. People yeah. are looking at this obviously skeptically. Yeah, uh, but the because bar is low in Houston. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, the bar is low, but this hire did come out of nowhere, and it's not lost on people the fact that it seems like it happened just because of the Brian Flores lawsuit. But we're here now, so I want to get your thoughts, man. I've heard enough of the talking heads at six ten talk <laughs> about how they feel for five days straight about this. I want to hear how the figgy fig feels. <laughs> How do you feel about Lovey Smith being named the new head coach of the Houston Texans, man? I'm actually okay with it, man. I'm actually okay with it because, um, you know, when you listen to the media and stuff like that, you know, Lovey Smith probably was old and washed up. You know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of people talk about that, that uh, him going to a Super Bowl in 2006, and that was the last, that was the only time he'd been. And uh, his time in Tampa Bay was awful. He got fired from there. He went to Illinois. It it wasn't good there. And so when you look at all, if when you look at that timeline, it's like, damn, like this this guy ain't got it. <laughs> like he need to give it up. But 
man, he look, he had a damn good he had a damn good career in Chicago, man. I think I think that's kind of overlooked. And um the Tampa Bay stuff, I think I think that was probably the wrong situation for him anyway. And so, you know, obviously he got fired there. And Illinois, who who the hell go to Illinois anyway to, to be successful? Like, I, I don't think, like, it don't matter who you could have got to coach that team. Like, that's that's Illinois. <laughs> you playing Ohio State every year. Ohio State, Michigan, and all that shit. So, um, I, you know, after a while, I was thinking, I'm like, damn, it's, it's kind of unfair to, to judge him from the last two stops like that. If he in a you know a more comfortable situation, maybe it could work out right. I'm not saying they're gonna go to the playoffs or nothing like that, but but I would like to see him get a chance, man. He seemed you know he seemed like he way better than the last coach, <laughs> and um, yeah, man, he he a smooth dude, and I'm you know I ain't gonna lie, he wasn't on my coaching list <laughs> at all, but after a while, I was like, damn, like, maybe it do make sense because he was in the building last year. And it seemed like a lot of he got a lot of respect around um, from the players and stuff. So I'm kind of excited to see what it's going to do. I don't I don't think they're going to be good, but I think it's a chance that you know he can make an impact on it. And plus, man, I I, I want him to do good, man. I I want him to look like David Cully. So um, yeah, man, I, I I ain't gonna sit here and say this was a, the best hire ever, but I think it's. I think this was better than what they were going to do, <laughs> you know, which was hire Josh McCown. I think that would have been a nightmare, man. So I'd rather stick it out with Lovey Smith. No, I agree, man. Um, it was surprising to me as well. Um, but looking back, it actually is the, probably the best result of this entire thing because we went back and forth about this last week because I said they had to bring another black coach. And you said that, well, who's going to want to be here if they bring in Josh McCown on the coaching staff? And you know you got to look over your shoulder and Mm -hmm. see, hey, this guy is going to take my job eventually. This is the perfect solution because, number one, he's a big fan of Josh McCown. He's talked him up a bunch of times. He's probably going to be on his staff in some way, shape, or form. Shout out to Clint Sterner. (laughs) (laughs) But he's probably going to be on his staff. In any way, shape, or form. In some way, shape, or form, he will be there. And Lovey Smith is a guy who who likes Josh McCown. So I'm sure he wants to see him head coach in some capacity. I don't think he wants to give up his job right now to Josh McCown. But he he's a guy who can mentor him, show him how to do things. Maybe they can help each other out. And he there can be a more reliable path to make him the head coach eventually if that happens. And it don't look like oh, y'all just brought this black guy in and then just let him go. Because yeah. Lovey Smith has been with the team already. You know, he has a, probably a good relationship with Cal and Jack Easterby and whoever else run the team. So I think it's the best solution right now instead of bringing another black coach into a failure of a season, which is probably going to be this next season, let's be real. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. I think it's the best case scenario for the team right now. I think they respect them. They're going to play for them. Uh, every, the players seem excited from their social media reactions. That's a good thing to see. Yeah. The fan base is kind of divided. But, I mean, if they win games, that's all people care about. So, yeah. 
yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, but yeah, it's very, very, and I wanted to mention this because I think this is actually kind of what happened. I meant to mention it last week when I was going on my spiel on why they can't hire Josh McCown. Uh, but I didn't bring it up on record. And now everybody's saying it. But I 100% thought that the league contacted the Texans and said, y'all cannot make this hire. I know you like this kid, but you can't bring in this guy. After you interview qualified black candidates, mm-hmm. you cannot bring in a a white backup quarterback with no coaching experience and put him as a head coach. Yeah. I think they got that call. And I, I think they did what they had to do. But yeah, yeah I definitely, I definitely think because it would have been a shit storm if they made Josh McCown the head coach, man. Yeah. Everywhere, players, media, and people within the team, like it would have been a nightmare. Uh, and legally, too, because that kind of bolsters your case of, hey, you put this unqualified guy ahead of black candidates who were way more qualified. So, Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I feel like they stepped in and said, nah, like, this cannot happen, man. Like, we're, <laughs> I, I don't know what the league would do to help or to kind of make them do that, but it's like, nah, man, we can, we we cannot do that. And that and to be honest, that would have looked silly, man. Yeah. That, that would have looked silly. So um, I'm kind of glad Lovey, you know, got the job and, you know, they ain't, they ain't bring in Josh McCown yet. I don't know if they going to, man, because this, yeah. this, whole, this whole situation is so damn weird, man. Yeah. Because this dude never coached anything. And the same, and he had the chance to co- uh, to be on the staff last year where he, he decided to work for his kids' <laughs> high school and, <laughs> I guess, volunteer coach there. And then this situation happened. He jumped, he jumped the line. Let's be real. He jumped the line. Yeah, and he was in the running, and three we, interviews, man. Yeah, yeah, three interviews in two years, and obviously he didn't get the job. So I'm wondering, like, damn, is is he gonna try to get something, or he's just gonna go back to wherever he was and try again next year? Uh, I I think that's kind of strange on his part, man. Yeah, it kind of is, man. I kind of wonder if they want him in the position more than he wants it because. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard much from him, but it seems like the Texans organization is really high on him. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's so, weird. That's so damn wild, man, because it is. I don't know anybody who just have a head coaching job just waiting for him like that. Because last year would be one thing. It's like, oh, maybe you should bring him in and it don't work out. But this year happened again, and he right back up in front of the line? It's like, nah, man, like, if you jump out of line, man, you got to go right back to the back. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's crazy that, you know, he just skipped the line and just get in front like that, man. And I ain't understand how people don't see it that way. So, you know, ain't a, you know, I know a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, just see see what happened. You might find a diamond in the rough. But it's just like, damn, if, if that's the case, man, like, Let's fuck it. Let's hire Wade Smith as a head mm-hmm. coach then, man. <laughs> like, let's see. Like, he know what he's talking about. I think he'd make a good coach. So let's, let's let's roll the dice and see what happened there. I just I just don't get that line of thinking, man. And, and I don't understand how people look at that and don't think that looks crazy. 
there were people who were talking themselves into the Josh McCown hire that I just did not understand at all. And like, I don't understand how you could be pulling for this. Like it just to see, like you said, to see what happens, like, man, this dude has no coaching experience, high school or I mean, college or pro level. Yeah, it, it, it made no sense. And especially in the face of the allegation of, of, of the lawsuit, man, it would have looked bad. And the, the, the Texans look bad enough as is with a lot of stuff going on right now. They don't need more fire uh, <laughs> on yeah. this dumpster. Yeah. Look, man, there's something something got to give. And I think this is the best case scenario. I know people aren't high on it because, you know, they they they, they think the whole thing was a sham now. I mean, <laughs> but look, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'd rather roll the dice with Lovey Smith yeah, than Josh McCown personally. So, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see how it, it goes. It's not really a good track record. It's, it's not a good track record of people who've been a coordinator for not that long, just jumping mm-hmm. right into it. Because, shit, I seen it with Freddie Kitchens. This dude was a an uh, offensive coordinator for, like, a few games. And that was it. And then he ended up becoming the head coach. And we see how that turned out. So it's just it was just too soon, man. I think, I think, he, I think people really got to work their way up a little bit. At least make it look like you did, man. Yeah, like man. there has to be Spin some it. kind of paper trail to your yeah. being a head Spin. coach. Not just I like this guy. You yeah. make him head Spin coach. A, spend a year as an offensive coordinator, man. And then we can be like, damn, he drew that offense he he drew that player really good. Mm-hmm. So maybe he could be a head coach or look how he talked to the players and blah blah. Then you know you got something. But like I just didn't get it, man. Like what type of offense was he gonna run? Like it's just it's just nothing. Like I just mm-hmm. didn't understand it, man. And it it would have been crazy. I think it would have been a disaster if he became head coach. Yeah, optically it would have looked bad. It would have been bad optics. Uh, I I think they would have ended up being pretty much as bad as they were this year, but which would look worse because I mean you had this guy who you would think didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. Uh, Lovey Smith, like I said, is a fan of Josh McCown, so I'm sure they're going to sneak him in on the roster. I think they'll probably announce it late on a Friday or something. <laughs> <laughs> Try sneak it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he he's a, a quarterback's coach. He's going to bring him like in as a consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. But I think they're going to bring him in. Like I said, Lovey Smith's a fan of his, and I'm sure they want to work together. So we'll see. But now, yeah, Lovey Smith, the new head coach of the Houston Texans, which brings the minority coach count. Or at least black, Mike that that McDaniel's dude. I don't want to count him, man. I'm sorry. He's a I don't care how man. much he's a minority. I, I don't care how much <laughs> rap he quotes. This dude is not identifying as black, man. Every time he got to talk about race, he's like, I identify as a human being, and I, my dad was black. But like, yeah. dog, you had to be told he was biracial to believe it. Yeah, did you, did <laughs> so you, I don't want to yeah. count this guy, man. I'm sorry, he don't count he as don't, in the number look, of black. Don't he coaches. look like Logic? <laughs> he does look like Logic, or that dude the, in the episode of Seinfeld when <laughs> Elaine was wondering if she was dating a black guy or not. <laughs> Very racially ambiguous, but yeah, I don't care how much rap he quote. 
I don't care that he shot out Mike Jones. Look, man, <laughs> his comments about race has been kind of cringe worthy. So I don't want to count him with his time with the Mike Tomlin and the uh, yeah, <laughs> the Lovey Smiths. You just, just got to call him a minority, man. Yeah, yeah, he's the other. The check the race, <laughs> you check other. So okay, but yeah, uh, the, the minority coach count is bumping up a little bit. So yeah, for whatever whatever that's worth. Uh, could be a good thing. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, more sports news. Uh, huge sports news. We talked about this last week. Our boy mm. James Harden, a <laughs> resident strip club lover and turkey leg hut goer, um, has now made been traded to his third team in two years. <laughs> <laughs> he is now on the 76ers. The trade did happen. Um, he has been shipped away from Brooklyn. He has gone to the Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers finally got rid of Ben Simmons. They also gave up Seth Curry and Andre Drummond in the deal. They got their man, Maury and uh, Harden are reunited at last. Um, of course, Joel Embiid, who's having the MVP type season thus far. Um, hopefully they, they can connect much better than whatever happened in Brooklyn with yeah. KD, Kyrie, and Harden, yeah. uh, which apparently just did not work out. They played uh, 16 games together. 16 games together, man. Uh, <laughs> KD dealing with injuries and Kyrie dealing with he don't want to get the vaccine so he can only play part-time. Charles Barkley called him half-man, half a season. Dog, <laughs> they can never get rid of Charles Barkley yeah. off of inside the NBA. I know he wants to that retire soon. They got to give that's, him whatever bag they got to, that's to the, keep him. That's there, the man. best show, man. Like I'm counting, <laughs> I'm putting first take in there. I'm, I'm putting all the sports shows in there. Inside the NBA is the best sports show. Like I don't, care, I don't care, man. man. And anything else, like I know all the other sports shows are, you know, they talk about everything. But I would put inside the NBA over all of that, man. That's that's a damn good show. Uh, and it's because of Charles Barkley, man. This dude is just so off the cuff funny, and, and you can't replicate. I know they're trying to make Draymond Green that that guy, man, but he, nah, you you can't. Once yeah. Charles Barkley is gone, that energy is gone forever, man. Yeah. You can't replace that with any other way. Like uh, Dwayne Wade's on there now too, but he kind of sucks. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. he gets better later on, but mm -hmm. nah. You you gotta yeah. keep Charles Barkley until he can't talk no more, man, because he's too funny. But yeah, uh, I digress. Harden has been traded to the 76ers, man. What are your thoughts on this? There's been a lot of leaks coming out about his behavior on the Nets. Apparently, he was very unhappy living there. He wasn't happy with Kyrie playing part-time, and he wanted out. His teammates were, you know, kind of kind of tuned out on him man they yeah. had a all-star game draft <laughs> which is how they do it and i actually love this now yeah remember they, they did, remember the first time they did it they didn't want to yes. announce it and yes know, our, yes yeah i'm like man that's bullshit what was the point yeah so i like how they do this and it, it kind of make certain players look bad and yes. you can kind of see where their mindset is yeah, so the coaches were Kevin Durant in the East and uh, LeBron James in the West. And they picked all their teammates out of everybody selected to play in the All-Star game, which is a brilliant format, I think. 
Mm-hmm. And James Harden was picked last. <laughs> and Kevin Durant had a choice between Rudy Gobert <laughs> and James Harden. He picked Rudy Gobert. So The dude yeah, that caused man. all this damn COVID shit. <laughs> he the reason why they shut down the NBA. His punk Patient ass. zero. Patient zero <laughs> got selected ahead of James Harden. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um <laughs> What are your thoughts on this? Uh, do you think how, how do you think the, uh, the the relationship deteriorated, and do you think Harden will be successful in Philadelphia? I think he will be successful. And uh, speaking of the, the inside the NBA, Charles Barkley had a funny ass joke too because he was like, "Wait, is, uh, somebody was like, is is Harden healthy?" He like, yeah, he got traded. So, yeah, he going to be a, he good. Oh, yeah, he good. He going to play tomorrow. Yeah. He like, he going to put, put some icy hot on that hammy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think he going to be okay, man. I think he, I think he going to be good. Uh, he back with his boy, Daryl Morey. So, um, yeah, I think he going to be all right. Um, I just think it's kind of wild how um, – how bad Brooklyn was, man. Brooklyn lost like nine straight games. Mm-hmm. And they damn near in eighth place. So I'm like, man, like they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it like that. I don't know. Maybe they could be good with Ben Simmons. I don't know. But man, I think um I know I'm kind of taking it somewhere else, but I can I'm kind of looking at KD now, man. Cause this dude he he left Golden State. Which, you know, I guess I ain't really blame him for that. But he left Golden State, went to Brooklyn, and he didn't even get to a finals yet. <laughs> and so it's like them them championships really looking for Gazy now, man. <laughs> so I mean when if that's the only championship he ever win. <laughs> it's gonna be like, damn, like we always gonna bring up how he joined a a, a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, he kind of looking rough right now. But um, as far as the Harden thing, man, I think he'll be all right. Um, I think he'll play good with Embiid. But man, that that's crazy. He look how he want. I think a lot of people was kind of clowning him a little bit for how he acted, man. Because I I seen somebody try to compare LeBron because LeBron was LeBron and KD was kind of laughing at Harden a little bit during that uh, All Star pickup with an all-star draft or something. And uh, I seen somebody say, oh, LeBron, look at LeBron laughing at people whenever he, you know, and even though he been jumping from team to team. But at least LeBron wait and play his contract out. <laughs> he ain't forcing his way out or ain't sitting around, sitting out like Ben Simmons was. So at least he doing that. But it's just wild how James Harden did that uh, shit twice in two seasons pretty much. And it's like, damn, bro, like, it's just not a good look, man. <laughs> and you could tell it's, it's not even just about the the team or, the, you know, basketball. I don't think he liked the strip clubs in Brook uh, or in New York. Oh, no. I think he missed, I think he missed Houston. I think he missed those strip clubs. He missed the city. He probably missed Turkey Leg Hut. <laughs> and, you know, uh, New York is not that, man. So I I think he was miserable there. I don't know how I don't know how better Philly is. So <laughs> I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get back to Houston somehow. Well, I think you can deal with a shittier city if your team is winning. 
But the problem is they were losing and the city sucked. <laughs> so he was just double depressed. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, look, man, Harden gave Houston some good years. I, I will never hate the man for that. Um, but just the way he – this has happened two times in two years now, man. Like, then, like the, the I feel like the NBA got to do something at some point. I'm certain yeah. the next time they have a collective bargaining discussion, there might be a, a lockout for a long time, man. Because you know these owners have to be pissed. These yeah. coaches have to be pissed. A player can just say, I don't want to play, and then get traded to wherever they want to go. Yeah. Man, that that that's crazy. Like, look at the NFL in comparison. We've had multiple people say, I don't want to play here. And in the season starting, they playing. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, MVP Aaron Rodgers, who yeah. wanted out of Green Bay. And they they like, no, nah, we're not trading you. Yeah. He played. He got MVP. Russell, we- uh, Russell, fucking, Russell Wilson, R- Russell Wilson. I can't want to say Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson also apparently has some issues with the Seahawks, but he played. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, look, he's going to get traded for different reasons. But if those other reasons didn't happen, the Texans weren't going to trade him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the NBA is just different. It's chaotic. Players just do whatever the fuck they want. They don't want to play somewhere anymore. They say, fuck it. <laughs> and yeah. they get what they want. So, I don't know. It, yeah. It's a crazy time, man. It's a crazy time. The Brooklyn Nets are just one of the strangest teams ever, man, with this Kyrie shit. Kyrie is also now on Twitter again, <laughs> tweeting a whole lot, a lot of pro-black stuff, talking about how he wants to end capitalism while he's making millions of dollars playing basketball. <laughs> just, just some wild shit, man. I never would have thought Kyrie would have went down this road back yeah. when he was playing in Cleveland, but here we are. He was a, just a it's crazy. He was a total different person in Cleveland. Yes. He had a white girlfriend. <laughs> Remember he was he had that party, that boat party or something. It was number white yes, women on there. Yes. He was like totally he was totally different. I actually ran across him a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he was with like a lot of white women. Which, you know, he, he did go he he went to Duke. So maybe that he ended mm-hmm. up liking white women as he was in Duke. But Damn, man, he just – that was a flip-flop. That was a total 180. <laughs> I, I would have never thought he would have been this pro-black like this. He's moving like somebody who something racist happens to them, <laughs> and then they're so shocked about it that they go 100% like you join the NOI <laughs> and, and you start wearing a kufi. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure something happened to him, or maybe it was just the news. Yeah, he was getting pissed off about what people were saying, but it, he, he's moving like somebody who got a wake up call yeah. about racism in America. Yeah, and then suddenly he became super pro black militant. Which, <laughs> look, man, I mean, move how you want to move, but you know his teammates can't stand him now. You yeah. know, like this is pissing everybody off. I really can't even believe the Nets let him play part time. Mm-hmm. I think that fucked a lot of shit up here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Oh yeah, shout out to people who are leaving comments, man. Shout out to Anthony Bauer. 
Shout out to your sister. I did see your sister peeking in. No, it was actually uh, it was actually my wife. <laughs> oh, your wife. Okay. Yeah. I thought your sister was named Christina. No, uh, Katrina. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, that's that's confusing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, she was your sister. So yeah. your wife is me named my, Christina. Yeah, me and my sister, your sister is Katrina. Yeah, me and my sister don't have the same last name. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Shout out to Annie Bauer. Yeah. He in the building. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yep. appreciate y'all leaving comments. We're streaming live, so make sure y'all check us Saturday nights or Friday nights um, on YouTube, on Twitter. You know, if you ain't got shit going on, we, you gonna you can peek in with us, leave some comments. We'll shout you out. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, but yeah, um, so this James Harden thing is crazy, man. Yeah. Um, I did not see the Brooklyn Nets disrupt like being deconstructed this quickly. Yeah, I would have thought they would have got at least three, four seasons out this core. Yeah, and I also think this might be low key the death of super teams. Officially. I agree. Yeah, I was just about to ask you that, man, because if you look around, L.A. was supposed to be a super team. Yes, and they, it, they look like they might not even make the playoffs. Just hoping for a play-in spot, maybe that's yeah. all they can hope for. Yeah, just so they could get their ass whooped by the Suns. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the other side, Brooklyn, they they damn near in the, in the eighth seed, and you got somebody, you got the Cavs fighting for number one right now, man, which is crazy. And I, I guarantee you, you can't even name nobody on that team right now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think the I think people ain't really fucking with the super team like that, man. I think once LeBron retire, once KD hanging up, I think I think that's gonna be it, man. I think. I think people going, you know, look at teams like Golden State. I know that's that was the super team, but mm-hmm. that technically wasn't really a super team like that. They actually drafted all of those players, mm-hmm. and they just so happened to hit on all of the draft picks. So I think teams are looking at stuff like that now, man. But I'm, I'm kind of glad, man. I don't like that whole mm-hmm. super team, and I I want to play here with this person. Because it, it it sucked, man. I know the Cavs was in the in the finals four straight years, but that that was miserable, man. Like seeing the same, we knew it from the the first game of the year that it was gonna be Cavs and Golden State, <laughs> and that's exactly what it was, man. It was those seasons was not interesting at all. But at least this year we can be like, oh shit, we we had I have no idea who's going to the finals, and I think that's a good thing. No, 100%, man. Like, this might dilute, the, I guess, the ratings for the finals if it's like, you know, uh, uh, the fucking Cavaliers and the Suns. <laughs> but look, man, it's better for the game of basketball. Um, this is proof that you just can't get three superstars and say, hey, let's make a team and have it work. Yeah. You know, it worked for the Miami Heat when you had LeBron and uh, D-Wade in their prime. But mm-hmm. now, like, this is proof that you just can't put random superstars together and yeah. say it's going to, like, it's insane that they thought Russell Westbrook was going to play well with them. Yeah. Like, did they watch him play? Did they really <laughs> think he was going to mesh well with Anthony Davis and LeBron James? It's, yeah. it's insane, man. Yeah. It's funny that LeBron started and ended the super team era by himself <laughs> with some shit he did, man. Yeah. So, it's kind of poetic and fitting, but I do I do hope this is like the end of these superstars leaving the small markets and saying, hey, let's go to this New York or California based team 
and make a super team. Yeah. It, it, it's just corny and played out now, man. Hopefully the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns will show you you ain't got to yeah. fucking make a super team to win a championship. You can win in a small market. It's possible. Yeah, and if you look at the Phoenix Suns, man, they was talking about Devin Booker was going to leave. And how yep. he, he ain't even deserved to be on that damn team because it was so Same bad. Same with Giannis. They yeah. were asking for Giannis to live. Giannis had just got in the league, and yeah. they're saying he needs to leave. He need Come to go, on, He man. need to go to L.A. He need to go to the Lakers. Yeah. I'm like, man, he signed that contract and went right back to work, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's better for the game of basketball if, you know, we go back to the old days of people grinding with the team that drafted them. You know, Dame Lillard has gone through that, too. You know, yeah. everybody wants him to leave Portland. They traded C.J. McCollum. And everybody's acting like some epic era of basketball ended now that they're not together no more. What, an epic era of losing in the first round of the playoffs? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. But whatever. <laughs> uh, he had some moments where he tapped his wrist when he made a game winner. So I guess that was an era. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're doing it to Dame Lillard still, so I don't think we're out the super team era yet. Yeah, but I gonna, hope it dies gonna, down. They're gonna try to get him to like um, L.A. or something. <laughs> oh, definitely. Or the Knicks. They're yeah. always trying to get somebody to the Knicks, man. Yeah. Every every year, you you don't join the Knicks. Try to get <laughs> Katie to the Knicks too. Nobody wants to go to the fucking Knicks, man. It ain't 1994. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's our that's our Sports Center segment for the yeah. show, man. <laughs> I feel I feel like a Sports Center anchor with this ticker, man. I like I this shit, yeah. dog. I feel so official. I know talking man. about shit when it's scrolling. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'll be sitting here like, let me read this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so yeah. official. Check, now. We check got us out. Value, check us out man. on YouTube, man. We streaming live. <laughs> Uh, we on Twitter uh, streaming live as well. So yeah, man. Video Check should us out, video man. should be up on our YouTube page. So just yes. search Gems and Juice. Yes, Gems and Juice podcast, and make sure you like and subscribe and comment because yeah. that's important for the algorithm for us to get more views and eventually yeah. money. Yes, yeah, probably not, but whatever. <laughs> we don't. We can hope. We can dream, can't we? Yeah. Uh, so let's speed run the rest of these topics because I don't think either of us really care about them that much, but we got to bring them up. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, let's talk about uh, your boy Jim Jones in the Gucci store. <laughs> uh, so Jim Jones uploaded a video, he was at a Gucci, I guess, VIP area, and he was very upset that he was receiving, in his mind, poor customer service because he did not get offered a sparkling water. or anything and he was upset about it he made a video about it apparently they sent a black guy to calm him down and he clowned that black guy and yeah he had his whole entourage there and he was very upset that he was not being treated well in the gucci store where he was going to spend about twenty six thousand dollars I got to find this damn video now, man. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, you, you get, uh, it, it's everywhere. I'm sure you could find it, but it's pretty funny. It's Jim Jones being Jim Jones. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's alleging racial discrimination at Gucci. Remember, T.I. tried to boycott Gucci as well for that sweatshirt they put out. Yeah. And that did not go anywhere. Yeah. Niggas kept rocking the Gucci no matter what. 
<laughs> and it's funny because Jim Jones actually defended Gucci at that time. Mm. I think he said when uh 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 Dapper Dan makes a DD belt, <laughs> then maybe I'll do that. But nah, if Gucci, I'm not gonna stop rocking Gucci because they made a racist sweatshirt or whatever that was. Yeah. So yeah, he's defended Gucci in the past, but he is upset because the customer service was not good. Uh, Figgy, this is yeah. your boy, man. Bird yeah, game. Let me let me let me play this video real quick. I'm gonna play some of you. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> We've been in Gucci for about an hour, right? And we in Gucci in the VIP. We've been in Gucci for like two in the hours, VIP. right? Since we came in here, having nobody came and showed us no courtesy, no amenities, no nothing. Period. Not even a drink of water. Asked to speak to manager. Send me a black guy out here to start telling me some bullshit. So they got the black guy racial profiling on black people. Asked to speak to manager bigger than him. Everybody disappeared. Ain't nobody come out yet. I still ain't getting. I still ain't getting no sparkling water. I still ain't getting no champagne. I still ain't getting nothing. I didn't have a salesperson inside of my VIP suite the whole time I was there. I had to keep screaming for VIP people to help me out. Now everybody don't know where the real manager is. You heard? It's it's time. I'm tired of this. We spending all this money as entertainers inside these stores. They hire these black people, and these black people are more racist than white people when they get their job inside of Gucci. All of a sudden, you, you stop playing with us, bro. Still haven't seen a manager yet. Still haven't seen a manager yet since I'm talking to you right now. Manager still hasn't popped out of Gucci. And the bill is like twenty nine thousand, but we didn't pay that yet. You heard? Why would we? They still haven't sent a manager or bottle of sparkling water or anything that says that we appreciate your service for being in here in Gucci and spending that bag. The big one. The big one. They sent this guy. All right, man. That's it, man. Yeah. I can answer this question for Jim Jones. They not doing that because y'all niggas still going to shop there. Yes. Yeah, y'all ain't <laughs> and they probably nowhere. don't want you there. Let's be real. Yeah, they don't give a shit. You probably came in there smelling like weed. Yeah, <laughs> and you brought eighteen niggas with you. Yeah, yeah. They they don't they don't care, man. They know y'all still gonna go there anyway, so they they gonna get to y'all when they get to y'all. But that that shit sounds so wild, man. I look, I ain't never been to a clothing store where they had a VIP section and had champagne and sparkling water and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he dropping shit where I'm like, damn, that sound amazing. I'll be lucky to have a damn seat in a uh, clothing store. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the clothing stores don't be having no chairs or nothing. But I'm like, damn, that's that sound, that sound crazy. And he compl- sitting there complaining about that. I seen a whole bunch of tweets like, man, Jim Jones uh, going off on Gucci. <laughs> about this bullshit in Black History Month is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, and then he started talking about black people over here being racist. I was just like, man, just just stop, man. Just stop. Yeah, man. Like, I'll never understand this, you know, fucking sucking up to these foreign design brands. Like, every, niggas always act brand new when they find out that these foreign designers remember Jay-Z with Crystal? Yeah. All these rappers spent all these years hyping up Crystal. Promoting them for free. Yes. <laughs> just to stunt on people who couldn't yes. afford it. 
Mm-hmm. And then the owner of Crystal said, I don't really appreciate all that hip hop bullshit. Yeah. And then they said, oh, let's make our own liquor <laughs> since y'all don't appreciate us. Why not do that with everything? Yes. Why? Because you know they really don't appreciate y'all like that, man. You mm-hmm. know they don't really want y'all up in the Gucci store smelling like weed with 18 niggas being loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know they don't want that attention, man. Yeah. So make your own shit or do something. I heard Diddy's bringing back Sean John. Go mm-hmm. to the VIP section of the Sean John store, man. Yeah. But y'all have to know, like, these uh, these foreign uh, designers are just not going to love y'all like that, man. They come from countries that are probably even more racist than people are here. Yeah. So... Like, look, they, they they don't they're they're probably not going to say it out loud because they don't want to upset people. But this is how they feel, man. They really ain't going to respect you like that because they're from a place that don't even have many black people, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I don't ever understood the whole defending these foreign high luxury designer brands. It's like, what do you expect, man? You really yeah. think they're going to care about you like that? Yeah, I wish we get back to a point. Remember back in the day, back in the 2000s, when rappers used to uh, have their own clothing line? Mm-hmm. How Jay Z had uh, Rock, uh, Jay Z, and they had Rock, Rock Aware. Nelly, yeah. Nelly had something. I forgot his clothing name, but you had GU. You had all type of shit, mm-hmm. man. I wish we'll it, wear, yeah. Yeah, I wish it could get back to that. I know that. I know that shit sound wild, but I wish mm-hmm. we could get back to that where people make their own shit. And sell it like that, man. Because I get the designer shit, man. It's it's too damn expensive. Um, it's yeah, and they don't even like you, man. It ain't like it's putting money into the community or some shit. It's like they'll be fine without us anyway. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're not gonna go broke when rappers stop rapping about it or stop buying it. They'll be just fine. But until they like, like I I had this argument a bunch of times, man. I, I just I just can't get with uh these designers who don't support anything in the culture. Like it's one thing, look, Nike, they they you know, they giving people like Kanye West a shoe deal and you know, rapper Pusha T and Rick Ross, they all had, you know, some they all did something with Nike. Where it's like, okay, they you know, they reaching out to rappers now. Rappers getting shoes through Nike now. So I get stuff like that. But you don't see no you don't see no rapper getting the deal with Gucci. <laughs> you don't see no rappers getting yeah, Gucci Mane did, but I mean that's because he's Gucci Mane. Yeah, and how long <laughs> did that take? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like man, he, his whole his whole brand was Gucci Mane. <laughs> so it's just I just I just don't feel that at all, man. I I wish we can you know just look forward and try to make our own shit. Instead of you know buying all of their shit, but man, I don't know, man. This is crazy, man. That that video was embarrassing. It really was, man. But a lot of what Jim Jones does is embarrassing, so it's kind of <laughs> on brand. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just after the verses, nothing hit the same, man. You see <laughs> these guys for the corn balls; they kind of really are. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> other things that happened this week. Uh, oh yeah, Bobby Schmurter went on a rant. Apparently, he wants out of this deal. Dog, is Bobby Shmurda the most wasted of a, a, a just got out of prison? 
maybe yeah. worse than Shine. And Sean was out. Sean was in for a minute, and yeah. then Sean came out with a whack ass album. Uh, Bobby Schmurd had been home for a while. Uh, the music he has released has been received lukewarmly at best. Yeah, you know, people aren't really feeling it. He's doing some weird dancing shit in his yeah. videos now. People not <laughs> really feeling, and now he's upset about not being able to release music like every rapper we've seen this time and time again yeah, nba young boy going against, through the same yes thing. he's doing yep. the same thing now even though he's topping the charts every time he drops something yeah. he's mad at the label too yeah so yeah bobby smarter apparently once out of his deal figured do you have any thoughts about this in particular do you think he has a point with these labels fucking him over or what yeah, I mean, I'm starting to raise an eyebrow a lot because it seems like more and more artists are coming forward. Like, hey, this label is doing this to me. I can't release any music. So um, I don't know what they need to do. <laughs> but, man, it's... it's Read the contract. Yeah, no. not, <laughs> not even that, man. I just feel like... Like, I, I feel like a lot of artists are... I ain't going to sit there and say they are everybody reading the contract and all that stuff. But I don't know. It's just tough, man. Because if you, if you're an artist and you you blow up, you're gonna get a lot of money in, in whatever contract you're gonna get, and that contract or that money gonna change your family life. But it just seemed like whenever stuff is not going good, or either stuff is going way too good. Then there's always some type of issue, man. Like I, I, I'm not sure what it is. I, I I'm kind of at, at the mindset of um, how, how I was just talking about how rappers need to make their own clothing line and all that shit. I wonder do these rappers just need to quit signing to these labels, man, and just kind of build stuff on their own because it's always an issue with every every single rapper had an issue with a contract, man, and. You know these record labels, and ain't nothing you could do. You can't, you can't just take them to court or anything like that because it's a contract. So I'm wondering, like, is it even worth signing a contract at this point <laughs> if you're going to go through this and you can't even release music? And then I was hearing about NBA YoungBoy, how, um, how, um, you know, he getting all the money he getting from his YouTube, he ain't even getting it. <laughs> he ain't getting shit from it. And that's, that's kind of sad, man. <laughs> it, it, it's really sad. So, I, I mean, I don't even know what Bobby should do in this situation, man, because it ain't like he's it ain't like he got a number one song out right now because if he did, they'd be doing way more for him. But it's like if, if they won't let him release music, that dude ain't going to eat. And it's not really doing them no, ain't doing them no difference because shit, they kept him while he was in jail all these years. So, um, you know, this is, this ain't like an NBA team where, you know, you got this player sucking up all his money and you got to get rid of him. They can leave these artists on the shelf and just, you know, go with somebody else. And it's, it's kind of fucked up, but. Like you said, man, it's, it's in a contract. Once you sign that contract, man, it ain't nothing you can do about it. And, um, you know, hip-hop been around for <laughs> almost 40 years, man. And nobody, I feel like nobody really beat the system like this. <laughs> so it seemed like it's all, it, it always got to be a big fail for somebody to even come out clean.
if they come out clean. So I I don't know what Bobby should do, man. Yeah, I mean, you you always want to you know support the artists and these against these big corporations because you know they really don't care. You know, they just in it to make money. But and you know the, the reason they signed is because they put a stack of money in front of these artists and said sign here and this is yours. Yeah. And you know if you come from poverty and you see money right there and all you gotta do is sign a piece of paper. Yeah. You're going to sign that paper. So it's exploitation in a way. Um, I don't, I have a hard time feeling that bad for Bobby Shmurda because I feel like he, and to be fair, his popularity, he got kind of on his own. It wasn't because of a label, yeah. but he made out as good as he could. It sucks that he went to prison, I guess, but like he's a one hit wonder, man. Let's be real about Bobby Shmurda here, dog. He's a one-hit wonder who got some extra run because he went to prison, and now he's back, and the music ain't hitting no more, and now it's the label's fault. Yeah. I mean, he has released music, and it, it's not been that great. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel more for an NBA young boy who you know who defies all the odds and, and tops the charts with no promotion. Or anything. Yeah, he damn near blackball, man. Yeah. Like I see a lot of people saying he was blackball. I'm like, damn, why why is he blackball? Like, did I miss something? And somebody tweeted me said because he a snitch. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Uh, is he? I don't know. Somebody gotta inform us. Yeah, is really, young boy a snitch? I asked him how. And he said, Look how he, like, look how he just got out of jail that easy like that. And, and I was just like, damn. Like, but but in the, you know to argue that point, it's a whole. He ain't the first snitch in hip hop history. <laughs> Ti. <laughs> I know. I know. And shit, a lot of people might say Fifty Cent, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's doing he doing just fine, man. So like, I I just think like I never seen nobody you know blackball somebody because they're a snitch. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's a lot of people who escape. You said Ti. A lot of people that escape. A lot of crazy shit <laughs> to be back on top, and you know that's just fine. I just, I, I'm it's, that whole blackball thing was weird, man. I wonder, I wonder why the labels aren't really fucking with him like that. I don't know, man. Maybe he's fucking shit up by selling as much as he does because he's beating out albums with way more production. I want to say, didn't he beat out Drake, Drake. one week? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's topping artists who've had these huge rollouts with a lot of marketing behind them by just dropping shit and announcing it himself. Yeah. No billboards in cities, no nothing. And he's still going, you know, topping the charts every time mm. he drops. So mm. he has a strong, committed, loyal fan base. They they <laughs> run down every other account and say, you uh, <laughs> blank artist is mid. Why be better? Yeah. Like they're everywhere on the internet, man. They're a gang. <laughs> yeah. So he has a strong fan base, and yeah, maybe he's fucking up other labels' plans with yeah. their artists, and they don't like that. I don't know, but I'm, it I'm, sucks for him, man. I yeah. feel for him, but not so much for Bobby, because look, man. Yeah, I wonder where it is. I wonder though, um, like it's just it's just kind of wild to be in a situation like that where they can't even drop any music they make. Yeah. Because just imagine we do this podcast. Just imagine uh, it was on the contract that we couldn't record a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they, don't that shit sound crazy? Yeah, they're saying you cannot 
talk about entertainment at all and upload it on any streaming service. Like that's that's wow, man. This is I don't know. I'll just be thinking about random shit like that. Yeah. And like I wonder what's the best way you can even beat that. Like, do you gotta go the Master P way <laughs> back in the day and just start selling shit out the trunk to try to, you know, make money? Or what I don't, I don't know, man, but it's it's crazy, man. That music game is crazy and I'm glad I'm not in it. <laughs> Yeah, it really is, man. I think the uh, the Master P route, the early Jay-Z route is kind of dried up, especially with streaming taking over. You know, the corporations run it, man. You can't sell shit out your trunk no more. Nobody <laughs> even has a CD player in their car I know, <laughs> to yeah. play a and CD. The, yeah, so ain't no way you can do yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Give them a USB drive. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that, At that, that point, route is kind of anybody dry, doing all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had to, I guess, maybe do a Nipsey. Do some, I, I get they got the NFTs now. Yeah. So maybe oh you can make your money doing something like that. Make a special yeah. album. Maybe, maybe uh, try to make 500 albums or something and sell them for like $200 or some shit. <laughs> a special edition. <laughs> Because if you got crazy fans, they'll buy that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Young boy could do it, but, but so, I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, that's a stretch, <laughs> me uh, saying all of that. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know, man. <laughs> Can't beat the machine, man. They run everything now. It's too late. You got to yeah. deal with it. You sign a contract. Yeah, we're just going to see an endless stream of all these rappers complain about it. But look, it's cop doing business now, apparently is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, other news, we had Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, who apparently Kylie Jenner had another baby. Damn, I didn't, I didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I didn't. don't think anybody did. Yeah, damn. I think it was one of them low key pregnancies. Yeah. But yeah, Travis Scott. Uh, and Kylie Jenner just welcomed a new baby boy into the world earlier this week. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Travis Scott been a- home a lot lately. Ain't got Can't really go nowhere. On. Hey, man, <laughs> you knock it down while you can. I guess actually, no, this had to happen before Astro World. If she already gave her. birth, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Astro World was in November. When was it? Yeah, yeah, I want to say, it yeah, early, it was early November, so yeah, yeah, so she was pregnant. So, yeah, this happened a while back, I, yeah, she was at all type of concerts and shit. Yeah, she had to, uh, yes. like, yeah, how did concert? nobody know she was pregnant? Yeah. Maybe everybody maybe knew it. I just clothes. It. yeah, maybe it was the yeah. big ass clothes or something. I don't know, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, I'll admit, I did not follow Kylie's life, so yeah, it, it could have been knowledge and I didn't even know, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess shit. You want to talk about Travis Scott being lucky? I mean, uh, uh ASAP Rocky being yeah. lucky for knocking down Rihanna. I look, man, he got two kids with this woman who's supposedly a billionaire, yeah. and he ain't even got to marry her. And apparently, they got an open relationship. Yeah, <laughs> so he can go knock it down and go to somebody else's house and knock it down too. So hey, man, mm-hmm. yeah, he might have it better than anybody. Yep, and she get free concerts and merch. Yep, <laughs> from yep. Con- from, Kanye, from Kanye and um, <laughs> Travis Scott. 
Yeah. I, I feel like that's the reason they probably got with these dudes because they <laughs> make some good ass music and and the merch game is good. <laughs> yeah, because I still wonder like what can Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner possibly have in common? What do they talk about? Yeah. (laughs) How'd they even meet? And Travis Scott Scott is, I don't want to call him a weird cat in a bad way. He's weird. No, he is weird. Yeah. He's kind of, I I would probably say nerd. He a little nerdy. Mm -hmm. Like he liked wrestling. And uh, I seen a little short documentary about him and I could tell he wasn't, he wasn't like that street dude. That was no, you know, no. in the wrong shit. He, it seemed like he was like a nerdy kid, which is nothing wrong with that. And I, I wonder if, if Kylie is nerdy like that, too. I, no, you know, no, there's no way. It, no, no I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of something because they got to have something in common. Like what money. They, <laughs> I mean, you ain't I doubt she even listened to his music like that. Like, <laughs> it's just hard for me to think they're going to sit there at the dinner table and just talk about the money. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, they like, is she into wrestling too, or something, or is she into no. some anime, or I don't, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> know what Travis Scott into, but they, yeah, I was, I'm like, maybe she nerdy too. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I feel like their their conversations are like just very basic bullshit, and I don't know, some <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, but hey, shout out to him, man. Yeah. Hey. He, he, he knocked city, that down. Yeah, most he didn't city. have to marry her. Most city got to win. And he can step out. Yeah, yeah. Most city got to win, man. H <laughs> sound got to win. <laughs> yep, yep. We'll, we'll count that as a win, man. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he did take the biggest L with that Astro World shit, which is terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess I actually put some further back because that happened in Houston too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in the negative. He got a deficit still. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that Astro World shit was way worse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm not making light of it. Of course, man. We're just having fun. But yeah, that that, that, that shit. Uh, still no update on what's going on with that. I do yeah. know the Astro World families apparently replied to. Kanye West's uh uh demand that Billie Eilish apologize for dissing Travis Scott, even though she didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they did make a statement uh saying that basically Kanye was out of his mind for saying mm-hmm. that shit. And uh yeah, so yeah. Besides that, I've not heard an update on where these lawsuits are going. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure uh, it'll be a quiet settlement that we might not hear a whole lot about yeah. of an undisclosed amount of money, <laughs> but it's going to be a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, other things that happened this week. Let's just speed run the rest of this shit. Uh, oh yeah, we got to go back to this. Snoop Dogg did acquire Death Row Records. We brought this up earlier in the podcast. Um, he bought it. He owns a label now. Apparently. And like a day later, he was accused of sexual assault and <laughs> See, sex that's trafficking. A, that, that's, a bad, funny. that's a bad sign, man. Leave that death row <laughs> shit alone, man. Hey, what dog? That's it, that's it, a it, bad sign. You buy death row and now you back on trial for something. Hey. <laughs> or possibly <laughs> Right, everybody left him alone. He was good <laughs> since that point, man. He was doing commercials like, with fucking Martha Stewart. Yeah, man. He wasn't even getting busted uh, for weed. <laughs> but now yeah. it's like, damn, bro. Like, 
Look, that's that's a, that's bad energy. I know we don't usually talk about the energy and the vibes mm-hmm. and shit like Jasmine, but that's that's a bad vibe right there. Death Row Records, that's just bad energy. You gotta leave that shit alone, Snoop. No, it one hundred percent is, and I'm really surprised that he bought it. Like, I feel like even though Snoop did come to fame at Death Row Records, that's how he got in the music business. It also was a pretty shitty time in his life. Yeah. I mean, you go through the murder case mm-hmm. um, and then Tupac dies and then you fall out with Suge Knight and have beef for decades. Yeah. Like, why would you want to evoke that again? Yeah. Yeah. Especially at a time when gangster rap is not what it was back in the 90s. Like, there's no like calling a, a, a record label Death Row Records is kind of corny now. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of surprised he he gave Eli Manning a death row chain. Oh man, that was terrible, man. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg is out of his mind, man. <laughs> and, 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 and people are trying to spin this as some kind of win. I guess if you want to rub it in Suge Knight's face, yeah. Even though he already in prison. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, he yeah. rubbing his face. I don't I, know. Now I don't know Snoop Dogg's situation when it comes to his um, like his um, masters and all that shit. Maybe his masters is on death row or something, and he had to buy the label to get. The, I, I don't know, but if that's not the case, man, I don't understand why you buying this label. Like it, it, it don't make any sense to me. I, I don't think he got the music catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got the rights to the label and the brand, uh, yeah. but nowhere I didn't see anywhere where it mentioned he has like the Chronic or All Eyes on Me. Yeah. So I, I don't think he got the music catalog. I think he just got the label and the branding. Which yeah. I mean, yeah. who would want that at this yeah. point? What what so, rap- yeah? What rappers? I mean, like yeah, Death Row, bitch. <laughs> like that don't even ring right, man. Yeah, that don't even ring right. That, I think that's old and outdated. It, it really is, man. And it seems like just something—a headline for a week. But what? Who's gonna sign a Death Row Records in 2022? Like, yeah. wh- what rapper would want to do that? I don't know. I, I heard he has some people on right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good luck with that. And yeah, he's also being sued by a former backup dancer who alleges she was the victim of a sex trafficking and sexual assault by Snoop Dogg and one of his associates. Yeah. Um, Apparently, uh, Snoop Dogg has called the claims bogus. He said this woman is a gold digger. He said gold digger season is here. Be careful, nephews. He spelled nephews wrong. (laughs) Keep your guard up. And keep your circle small. Um, so yeah, some people are trying to spin this as some kind of Bill Cosby buying NBC type of situation, oh where it's God, like, see, man. you see, he bought Death Row, and now they sending a cancel mob against you, him. Now he got the allegations. You think the, like yeah, Death Row is going to shake up the music industry? You think the government give a fuck about Death Row Records? <laughs> like I can see the government caring about NBC. It's like, okay, it's a lot going on through there, and you know, like, let's get this guy out of here. But goddamn, look, Death Row Records, I didn't even know that still exists. 
Mm-hmm. So that don't even that don't even make no sense, man. I think what I think that is uh, that's about is you know the Super Bowl is coming up and he's performing. Yeah, I, I think that I su- I'm surprised nothing about Dr. Dre came around came came. Yeah, out. yeah, I yeah. think he paid a lot to make sure that's not gonna happen with yeah, his ex. But. Yeah, yeah, he paid uh, enough for Snoop <laughs> because mm-hmm. that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think I think it would be more about that than you know. Him buying Death Row Records. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I see the conspiracies coming out, and I'm like, come on, man, y'all can't be serious thinking that Death Row Records in 2022 is gonna move the needle to where they're trying to get him out. But yeah, this woman says that apparently she went to a VIP area. His friend was trying to take her home. Some things happened where Oral was involved or whatever. You can read the claims. I'm not going to get all graphic about it, but yeah, I mean, shit. Like, like I said with all these claims, man, I'm not going to pass judgment because I wasn't there. I'm not going to say Snoop is innocent just because I like him as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say, like, look, I'm not going to say he's guilty either because every woman should be believed because people do lie. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I have no take on this. Yeah, I hopefully don't justice will be served. Yeah, I hope all parties figures whatever out. <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, that same here, man. That same here. I'm not taking sides on this allegation shit <laughs> at all. Fuck it. Yeah, people. Hopefully, people get to the bottom of it and figure out what happened, and everybody involved gets whatever they need to get from yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, man? Does that about yeah. wrap it up? Yeah, that about wrap it up. What, the, what the fuck? I just got the question. We ain't got to talk about this, but what the fuck is Joe Biden giving out crap pipes? What, what is I, that? I heard, uh, dog. I'm gonna be I, honest. I, I didn't was, read too much into that because I figured it was just some goofy shit. I was totally confused. I'm like, what's going on? I kept seeing it pick up even more. So I'm like, what? Like, what is he giving out? <laughs> like, I, I was totally lost. Uh, so I'm gonna read this article from the New York Times just so we have uh information. So apparently, Republican lawmakers think that the Biden administration is giving out pipes for smoking crack cocaine in an overdose prevention program that they're doing. <laughs> and apparently, this is just a something that's giving grants for harm reduction programs, which aim to reduce the personal and public effects of drug use. But there's no mention of giving crack pipes to anybody. <laughs> so apparently these these are places that are trying to help people from overdosing. not overdosing or some kind of rehab. D- but this is the right way you smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how you got to hit it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's, here's a little care packet. <laughs> Yeah, looking like <laughs> Chris don't inhale Rock. too much. <laughs> That's how you overdose. <laughs> yeah, make sure your shit ain't cut. Okay, make yeah. sure it's pure. Yeah, this, so. yeah, this is a little tester. <laughs> this is real cocaine. This ain't this ain't that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this man. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck, but you know. Uh, uh, people always take the extreme of something and, yeah. and make it like, oh, now he's passing out crack. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, we, we black people as a community already had crack 
delivered to us from the government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, the pipes is yeah. at least a little better than that. <laughs> <laughs> at least you ain't giving us a crack straight yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not enough into politics to even know if it's yeah. true or not. Yeah. But I feel like it's just an extreme exaggeration by people who hate Joe Biden. Yeah, Which, probably so. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> With that being said, yeah, uh, that that about does it. We did a live broadcast. We probably gonna keep doing this, man. So make sure y'all check us on YouTube, on Twitter. Uh, leave a comment. Shout out to everybody who commented. We got Tab, uh, your wife, mm-hmm. and we are Anthony Bauer. Shout out to all y'all who uh, participated. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Keep us out soon. We got some guests coming up soon. We got a lot of things going on. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit, that's all I got. Until next time. Peace.